Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk, and AM 1500, KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, that is the five line, don't forget you can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, brand new rockoftalk.tv website, launched tomorrow, and I'm very excited about uh, doing that, you can get us on the podcasting absolutely free. And uh, that is for you and me and for everybody uh, in between on uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, as well as uh, getting it on Audible. Don't forget the apps free, uh, by the way, October 1. So it'll we'll have the subscription uh, for the rockoftalk.tv that'll go there. And then eventually the podcast will be there as uh, well. And uh, you'll get be able to listen to the podcast absolutely everywhere uh, via the app. So that's uh, pretty cool. And then, of course, you got Rock of Talk. Dot com and download the uh, app that has 65 different radio stations uh, as well. So that's all the information that you need. And I uh, changed the rockoftalk.chat today. So uh, that wonder went a little bit of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm busy, as you know, just kind of, you know, hey, you know, I, I looked at the, the newsletter that went out every day and I'm like, this is too damn long. I can't read 10 minutes of stuff straight through and like literally absorb it. And then I started thinking, well, how much information can people absorb? And that's really, you know, kind of the key of this whole thing is you need to know how much information you can uh, absorb. So I got this thing just to where I wanted. I was, I was trying to figure out what I do. And I'm like, why don't we just stick with the fives, Rudy? We'll just uh, go ahead and you can see Rudy on camera for the very first time. Hello. Rudy is there. And so he likes that. He can actually see himself. It's pretty cool. First time in your 48 years. I mentioned your 48 years yesterday. First time you've been on uh, camera, like on a close-up doing traffic. Yeah, and right? you can see what a ham I am. Yeah, there, there he is. Ham I am, Sam I am. Uh, of course, my son. So there it is. Rudy's very happy about that. So I changed the uh, Rock of Talk Blast. It is no more. Last one sent yesterday. It is something brand new. It is called Rock of Talk Daily Five. So once you know it, you get five line, any articles, any information, any text. You can send me a voice text, whatever you want. And I could air out any and all of that uh, stuff. And I got several people who texted me today and a couple of people on the rock of talk chat. Uh, I was asking for some feedback and uh, it is going to be sent out at five Oh five in the morning. So you have the five Oh five and the five Oh five. Good morning, including the good evening as uh, well. So it's the daily fives. There's only so much time in your day folks and you need takeaways and an improved and compact as do I form so that you can start your day as a conservative and a Republican in new mexico how about that just for you right we gotta uh, snuff out all the liberal stuff uh, out of there we're only capable of retaining and using so much information i personally thought the blast was too much information delivered now going forward at 505 quick links right there and i said well okay how much information can people absorb and we're going to cover this in the six o'clock hour in fact we're going to launch headlong into almost how to kind of do it and there's so much information that that's there but there's stuff that happens during the day and we have to of course uh, prep the show for during the day so if you study for 30 to 50 minutes at a time, Rudy, with 10 minute breaks in between is the most effective way to uh, retain information. You ever look at, uh, there's a, a chart somewhere about sleep patterns of the most brilliant people like Beethoven or Einstein or, right. you know, and you look at that and they had like weird sleep schedules. 
It really did like two to three hours at a time or, you know, Beethoven only, you know, it, it, there, there's, I forget the, the chart, but it was very interesting to me. And right? they learned a lot. Well, you call it like asynchronous, you know, sleeping. It's uh, right. asynchronous to the rest of the human uh, planet, uh, uh, if you will, with the way that, hey, if the sun's down, I should be asleep. Well, that wasn't always the case. Some people actually thrive and become better. So one of the things that actually happened with all the information of the rockoftalk.chat is um, I was looking at it, I was noticing that the posts that were coming out of the, uh, where we source a little bit of our wire information that comes in, definitely doesn't come in until well after like two, three in the morning, by the time that it generally went out, it was prepared uh, when dad was doing that. So, you know, we've kind of augmented that. So it gives us a little bit more time to put that uh, in there. So you get your, today's your five points of history, five points of entertainment, because that's about what you could uh, remember, Rudy. Two yeah. days, five birthdays. Like, yep. There's this whole string of all these different birthdays that come. They're like, really? Do we really want to sort of get into that? Uh, uh, no, I, I don't need to. I'm not going to remember so-and-so is 98 today. I mean, we've, we've said their birthday the last 55 years, right? Uh, today's five videos for conservatives, folks. Stuff as conservatives that you need to know about, okay? I've watched all of these that goes through. So it's not just, well, here's a video. This seems interesting. Here you go. No, no, no. You, you need something that's practical that we can talk about. Five articles for conservatives. A couple of rhino alerts today. Eric Bowling going after Tucker Carlson. Uh, looks like Eric uh, Bowling's little jelly. Uh, as, I, as, as, as the kids yeah. say. <laughs> jelly means jealous, right? Yeah. Uh, jelly is a jelly. The top five links uh, texted into the 505. Uh, some good ones. The uh, Netflix hit with backlash after tagging Jeffrey Dahmer series as lgbtq oh the lgbtq community wants to not think that they're uh cannibals i guess uh, <laughs> or serial murders <laughs> come on you're a little sensitive there um of course the uh, uh uh top five local wire news reports so we don't have to kind of cover that and i'm noticing you guys are clicking a lot way more new mexico democrats condemn new mexico gop racist mailer i do want to get into that story a little bit of course the democrats are going to act like everything is racist right and then, and then you got the libertarians doing everything that's politically correct. And, you know, the conservatives are like, well, it's pretty simple. Traditional family values, family, faith, freedom, God, you know, these are the things that, that we generally talk about. And I don't say that the triple F, but I mean, that's by and large what we all uh, talk about. Top five U.S. wire news briefs, uh, top five global news wire briefs. And uh, this went to subscribers only there. The first one that I've... Uh, shot uh, on my own that uh, is for subscribers only because the subscribers should have the input to do it. And some people are sending me some stuff. So uh, five, actually seven questions today from the Rock of Talk. So all right there, I'll get into that uh, during the uh, third hour today. But uh, I think that our country right now uh, stands at attention waiting for what is going to happen and what is going to burrow into Florida. Uh, our governor, yeah, the governor of America, Governor DeSantis, here he is uh, today on uh, what they are bracing for. Uh, there's still uncertainty with where that exact landfall will be, uh, but just understand the impacts are going to be far, far broader uh, than just where the eye of the storm happens to make landfall. Uh, in some areas, there will be catastrophic flooding and life-threatening storm surge. And so if you're on Florida's Gulf Coast, uh, from Naples all the way through the Tampa Bay area and some of the counties north of that, uh, that could be something uh, that happens. And, and it will certainly happen uh, in some parts of Florida's Gulf Coast. Now, I know there's folks in southwest Florida who remember Hurricane Charlie uh, was projected to make uh, a direct impact into Tampa Bay. 
uh, and then it turned and, and went in into Southwest Florida. I would just say the, the, the track may end up doing something similar, but this is a much different storm. Charlie was a lot smaller. It was powerful. It was a Category 4. Most of the damage from Charlie was from wind and wind destruction. What we have here is really historic storm surge and flooding potential. And so if you're looking at those places in Fort Myers, Charlotte County, uh, Sarasota. There it is. Florida is bracing for it. We'll cover that when we return. disasters here nancy pelosi from one texture in fact you might remember him coming in uh his name was david from Mona. what a waste of taxpayer money bringing pelosi to las vegas just like farting in a 50 mile an hour wind lol the people up in northern new mexico the disaster relief the biggest uh really is the biggest wildfire in the history of the state of new mexico yeah i believe so the one up in Vegas, yeah, that I think was. I'm coughing from bad, the fumes yeah. that are still the billowing smoke. Um, we lost four police officers fighting fires, not that particular one, um, but there you go. It, it's just crazy, and almost nothing mentioned of that right now. And isn't it interesting when you have the party of death, the Democrats, doing what they do? I mean, they really love their death. They don't respond well, and. This whole thing is just completely covering up uh, when Pelosi comes in. It's like, oh, uh, Michelle Luan Grisham needs to get reelected because Mark is looking good. Mark is showing up. Nice uh, article there in the Albuquerque Journal today. Uh, I liked the, the way that uh, they said that Mark is listening more than he's talking. Who knew such a thing could happen with governor? I think that's wonderful, Mark. That's, that's, that's a quality that we don't have in our governor. It's a woman who simply cannot keep her mouth shut. She has lost uh, 28 now different cabinet members. I mean, it's pretty incredible the things that uh, she has uh, gone through and made through. You remember the uh, water bottle gate? That yep. was that. <laughs> I guess you could say that. All sorts of parties, uh, Wagyu gate. Uh, she's got all the gates uh, right there and, and probably some re weird relationship to uh, other gates, uh, if you will. So 383,000 acres, you know, tough, tough, tough. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, she showed up into northern New Mexico, okay? And uh, this is kind of incredible. You got it in the, the news. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the federal government here in Albuquerque has to do more with help recovery in the wake of devastating wildfires that charred several hundred homes. Now, she is literally absolving Michelle Lujan Grisham of everything. Now, this particular fire, I happen to know, I happen to know that a woman in the Forest Service was attempting to make a name for herself. She's now found herself out of that. And she wanted to start these fires at that time. She has been relieved of her departmental duties. In my opinion, she was charged up to do it. We're seeing this happening everywhere. We're seeing oil refineries getting attacked. We're seeing just random things happening uh, throughout the, uh, the world. I think something in Denmark today. Uh, we have uh, large food markets that are being burnt to the ground. 
These are no accidents. This is the death party, the liberals, the Democrats around the world. Why? Create a crisis. Goebbels, right? Create fear, strike fear, the distraction, start following us. Create the problem and become the solution. Charged several hundred homes and destroyed the livelihoods of many rural New Mexico residents. Many of them still haven't get paid. I get the news releases all the time. Here's what you need to go ahead and do to get your funds. The largest fire, FEMA funds, largest fire in the state's recorded history was sparked earlier by this year by two government planned prescribed fire operations. Actually, one woman prescribing those two operations. I happen to know it. Well, I don't know where everybody else is out to lunch. Pelosi met Monday with more than a dozen residents, elected officials, and young people whose families were affected by the fire. I wonder, I wonder. I mean, this is the way they respond. You saw what happened when the Democrats in charge in the fourth floor in Santa Fe, and you see what happens when the Speaker of the House comes over here to run interference to make sure that she does not get the blame. Hey, it was the Forest Service, don't you know? Don't worry about it. Poor DeSantis. He's having to deal with this, handle this himself. You know, here's the path of destruction. It is not good, okay? Pinar del Rio looking to make uh, Tampa and Florida. Here are the uh, here are the read them and weep numbers, unfortunately. 8 p.m. tomorrow night, there'll be gusts to 150 mile an hour, wow. okay? And that'll be right around the Pinar del Rio area. And then it will make Florida by Wednesday, uh, 6 p.m. our time while we're on air, about 150 miles an hour, uh, right there uh, just north, uh, according to the tropical tracker, now the Hurricane uh, Ian, okay? It made landfall in Western Cuba, lashing the island with rain and winds as it barreled north towards the Florida coast. The Hurricane Center said Ian hit Cuba Tuesday early this morning. As a Category 3 storm, it continued to strengthen with sustained winds of 125 miles an hour. They evacuated over 2.5 million people in Florida already. Take your dogs. You heard DeSantis. Authorities in Cuba evacuated more than 50,000 people from Cuba's tobacco-growing Pinar del Rio province ahead of the flooding that could come with heavy rains. Let's uh, listen to uh, DeSantis uh, here just uh, one more time, uh, if we can and uh, get the full report uh, from him. Uh, there's still, still uncertainty, uncertainty with, with where, where that exact, exact landfall will be, uh, but, but just, just understand, understand the impacts are going to be far, far broader uh, than, than just where the eye of the, the, eye of the storm, storm happens, happens to make, make landfall. landfall. Uh, in, in some, some areas, areas there, there will, will be catastrophic flooding, flooding and life-threatening life storm, storm surge. surge. And so, so if you're on the Florida's Gulf Coast, Coast uh, from Naples all the way through the Tampa Bay area and some of the counties north of that, uh, that could be something uh, that happens. And, and, and it will certainly happen uh, in some parts of Florida's Gulf Coast. Now, I know there's folks in Southwest Florida who remember Hurricane Charlie uh, was projected to make uh, a direct impact into Tampa Bay. Uh, and, and then it, it turned, turned and, and, and went in in the southwest Florida. Florida. I would I just say the, the, the track may end up doing something similar. This, this is a much different storm. Charlie was a lot smaller. It was powerful. It was a Category 4. Most of the damage from Charlie was from wind and wind destruction. What we have here is really historic storm surge and flooding potential. And so if you're looking at those places in Fort Myers, Charlotte County, uh, Sarasota, uh, the storm surge that you're going to see generated from this uh, is going to far eclipse uh, what we saw there. Wow. So uh, there it is. Uh, you heard who I uh, very much think could potentially be the next president of the United States. Many of you feel the very same way. And wouldn't you like that confidence and strength and directness and clarity I mean, love all, all that stuff, right? Well, here's what you get from uh, 
Yeah, the Joe Biden administration. Now, I looked at uh, historic disasters and went back and I said, okay, well, Irma, Maria, Harvey, uh, generally there's a lot of, regardless of party, this is the time when people come together. These are acts of God, things that happen. You would think that uh, a word or two could be possibly spoken, you know, on, on behalf of the federal government to kind of say, hey, what, what can we possibly do to sort of in, improve the situation here? Well, this is what you get. Uh, not very positive, not very um, on top of it. Uh, I guess uh, what George W. Bush hates uh, black people, according to uh, Kanye West back in 2005, when you remember a uh, uh, hurricane that hit uh, Katrina hitting New Orleans. Well, uh, this is probably much worse uh, than that. Just no response whatsoever. How about incommunicado? I, I just want to return to what Peter had asked um, about Governor DeSantis. Um, in, in the past, President Trump, um, President Biden, excuse me, has made calls to governors in situations of natural disasters, uh, KIV in Alabama, or Asa Hutchinson in Arkansas, um, or uh, Governor in Texas. Is, is there any, can you articulate, I guess, how those determinations are made and why why it hasn't been made in this case to, to have the president call the governor? Yeah, the, the president is very focused on making sure that the federal family has the right resources available to support this. Um, and that is why I contacted the governor right away, and we have a team of my senior leadership that are embedded with the governor to make sure that we're supporting that. Our focus today is making sure that we have the right measures in place to support the life-saving activities that need to happen. Any conversations afterwards will need to be, uh, we need to see what the, uh, the damages are. But he's made conversations with the mayors, so is there any reason why not the governor? Again, we have a strong team. We don't need to talk to the governor DeSantis. Watch what she does here. She pivots and she makes this. She uses the P word. Place supporting, place supporting the, governor the governor right, right now. now working side, side by side, side with him and his staff. We'll continue, continue to, to stay engaged. Yeah. Pressed a third time, man. Just a, a follow-up of that. that. Normally, Normally presidents, presidents call governors or the governors call, call presidents. But, but the, the only, only thing that really, really during, during hurricanes... The only, the only real, real question, question I, I really want answered is, is, is it in any way the fact that they haven't talked? Is there any way that it's impeded efforts for the federal government or FEMA to implement plans in Florida? Basic question, keeping it open, all options. She can choose anything she wants, but instead she goes. And if so, what would they be? No, this is, they're, they're, we, are we are very focused, focused on what the needs of Florida, Florida is right now. Right now. Uh, we do we not bring politics into our ability oh! to respond to these disasters. <laughs> no, you just uh, We are going to support whatever Governor DeSantis asks of us. Uh, we signed his emergency declaration within hours and sending it in. We'll continue to do that as we uh, see what the impacts of the storm are. So is that the communication between President and Oh, there it is. The president, uh, Rudy, does not uh, need to call uh, Mr. DeSantis, the governor DeSantis, to, uh, you know, work with them or anything. Maybe just a nice gesture of good faith. We hope everything works out in Florida. Not a thing. Talk the, class, about, the classless Democrats uh, show up yet again, Rudy. Yeah. Talk about really playing politics with people. DeSantis sends a few people to uh, Maryland or, yeah, I think so. To Martha's Vineyard, uh, and he's playing politics. Yeah. It's an awful thing he's doing with people. And look at what the president's doing with millions of people in Florida. Millions. Yeah, he's, playing uh, politics. Yeah, he's pushing it back. So we hope everybody is okay out in Florida, and they make it through the next uh, seventy-two hours. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening.
January 6th rolls on, and today is just, you know, one of those other days where it's an attempt to try and keep Republicans the rest of the country distracted on the terrible people who supported Donald Trump. And uh, we're going to continue to send them to jail, and we're going to get into the gory detail. And this is what they're doing because they have to, you know, sort of create as much froth as they can so they can make their big push. They've got nothing else. 42 days until the election. If you even thought about supporting Donald Trump, boy. That's going to be a negative. It's going to count against you. There's just no way. They've got to hold everything. They don't care how unfair it looks. And the fact that I, I played the stuff from Epic Times, you guys got all of that uh, information on the terrible things that have happened. Uh, all the people who were killed up on January 6th, all Trump supporters, okay? Six of them, okay? Actually, five killed and one uh, died of uh, other causes. One was trampled on. Now, I'm not going to justify this or that, but uh, there's the, the boys in blue, the thin blue line. They certainly had a hand in a lot of this. They did. And uh, if you don't believe me, they're fighting back in the courtroom. Yeah, no decorum. They're throwing people out. They really don't care. They're going to throw the guys out or, and, and they want you to suffer in jail. Another guy got sentenced, you know, as you'll learn here uh, for just how long. But before we kind of get into this, jury selection is expected to get underway and was today in one of the most serious cases to emerge, right? This is all wire news, letting you know. The founder of the far-right Oath Keepers, right? This is the one that uh, Alex Jones helped. Everything's like, anything that's Alex Jones is getting attacked in Donald Trump. Extremist group and four associates are charged with seditious conspiracy. Stuart Rhodes and others are the first January 6th defendants charged with the rare Civil War era offense to stand trial. So another guy got sentenced today. This will continue, and they're going to draw this out as long as possible. How? Well, I'll tell you. They're going to get other people, and they're not going to get the headlines of their January 6th. Remember, the hurricane isn't hitting all the way up. The House of Representatives, the committee that's investigating January 6th stuff, postponed its final hearing, which was slated to take place on September the 27th. They postponed it in light of Hurricane Ian bearing down. It's two days away. It's tomorrow night. On parts of Florida, we've decided to postpone tomorrow's proceedings. We're praying for the safety of all those. So they're going to go home and pray right now? Is that the the deal? They can't have the committee meeting. They can't do their very important work and bring justice. Like, do you see what's going on? These people never had the intention of investigating the causes of what actually happened on January 6th. They only want to prosecute. The select committee will soon announce a date for the postponed proceedings. Okay. You know, the whole proceedings, it's all out there, and we're finding out more and more details of this. Government disclosed January 6th activities of five confidential FBI sources, according to a defense lawyer. U.S. government has acknowledged for the first time that those informants were involved with Oath Keepers. You're not going to do any more investigation? Wait, you had FBI informants working inside Oath Keepers. Were they moving them? Were they prodding them? Were they stoking those fires? And they failed to disclose that none of the sources provided evidence of guilt, according to a defense attorney. FBI officials repeatedly declined in congressional hearings to say whether they were agents or confidential human sources in the crowd when the U.S. Capitol was breached January 6th. There's 81 people, according to the report done by Joshua Phillips. I did the interview with him when I was at CPAC. 81 people that they could not identify, fully masked, sunglasses, goggled, everything. And what were they doing? 
They were breaking windows to the Capitol. They were opening up, up gates. They were setting things up, staging, doing everything to make sure that this, they, working and prodding and pushing these people into the Capitol. And you saw people like, oh, this is pretty cool. I've never been to the Capitol before. Here I am with my American flag. Uh, and then we, of course, know uh, a veteran of our forces shot in the face as she's trying to help. And you'll see that also in the truth about January 6th. As she's trying to help and aid. And they saw her as a threat. You see the testimony of her wonderful husband who lost his wife, a woman, shot literally in the face. Well, here's, here's kind of uh, the, the, the sad part of all this is the liberals are taking, uh, look, you, you, you hear all the story, you see the setup, you see what's happening. But the liberals on CNBC and MSNBC, they, they just gloat. They love it. They're smug. They're, oh, yeah, they're terrible human beings, those right-wingers, those Trump supporters, those Oath Keepers. Take a listen. Trial and the, uh, the, jury, the jury selection, selection process, process is going, is going to, take to take a little, little while. while. The seditious conspiracy, conspiracy charge is something, charge is something that, that hasn't really been uh, explored before. It's a very rarely used charge. But I did want to pivot real quick to some, some breaking news that just came in. Uh, I was inside the courthouse earlier uh, as this sentence for um, this individual, uh, Kyle Young, was handed down. Kyle Young is this individual who brought his young son, a 16-year-old. Here we go. Chapter and verse, you know, because the, the, the party of death really cares about young people. Son to the Capitol on, uh, on January 6th. Um, and, and when, when he was, he was with his son, he assaulted Officer Mike Fanone. Mike Fanone, uh, Mike Fanone, Fanone he grabbed him by the wrist, but even more interestingly, he actually handed a taser uh, to, to another, another individual, Danny Rodriguez, who drove a taser into Mike Fanone's neck uh, on January 6th. So Kyle Young has now been sentenced to more than seven years. Do we have video? I don't I don't remember seeing any video of any of this stuff. This is just, uh, you know, allegedly testimony, testifying. Listen to the cops' response. Uh, in, uh, in federal, federal prison, prison. Um, it, was it was a pretty, a pretty dramatic, dramatic moment inside, inside the courthouse because, because Mike Fanone went up and gave this, uh, you know, this victim impact statement along. Remember, victim impact. He's a police officer. We're going to take care of things. Probably was just, you know, there's a lot of emotion. A lot of people doing, doing all sorts of things out there, and. Uh, he took a statement with another, another officer who was also assaulted that day. day. Um, and, and he was, he was going, going through this. And at the end of it, he said that he hoped uh, that Kyle Young suffered when he spent that time in federal prison. And as Mike Fanone was walking back to the gallery into the courtroom, there's this January 6th supporter in the audience who called him a piece of S, fill in the blank there, um, and was escorted very quickly uh, from the courthouse and banned from the courthouse for uh, the rest of the day. And there's a pretty dramatic moment there where you had this moment where they're swearing off inside the, the courthouse in terms of like staring each other down, but the deputies were able to step in and pull that um, pull that individual away uh, before anything escalated beyond that. So pretty um, intense sentence set down for this case, and it's about what the Justice Department had been seeking. The police officer makes a remark to say that he hope he hopes that he suffers. The other one called him a piece of ass. And who do they get rid of? Like the one who was in, uh, obeying the decorum and uh, of the court was who? <laughs> The police officer, and nothing happens to him. Nothing whatsoever. They're getting what they want, folks, all the way through. And this isn't going to stop. They'll, they'll, they'll curtsy for this. They'll move out of the way for that. They'll make excuses not to do that. And as soon as they don't have anything to talk about, they're going to find some other bad actor from January the 6th, a modern-day 9-11. Why? Because it's all about their agenda. It's really easy. I mean, I think we all see this coming but another sad day uh, for those people who attended the January 6th. And uh, I know 
I've heard, we've seen what's happened with Coy Griffin, uh, no longer able to, and, and the, 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 they're ganging up on Coy in the Albuquerque Journal. Now, Coy, as I've mentioned uh, several times before, not the sharpest pencil in the, uh, in the box, but well, representing yourself in a court of law, you probably don't want to do that, right? We've, we've touched upon that. But I don't think he deserved what he got being removed from his office because what, what was he doing down there? He was starting to do voter integrity things. He was establishing, oh, what happened here in Otero County? The, this machine, this machine. They were going machine by machine. Remember, they were the holdouts that didn't want to go ahead and certify the primary election. So, you know, causing just a little bit uh, too much trouble. We know what happens to troublemakers. Uh, they get carried to exit stage left. So uh, no good uh, there. But uh, that's the latest. Uh, make sure that you guys listen to I think I'm going to play that one more time as more of this stuff. Uh, I think I played it probably three or four times, uh, Rudy, since uh, I've met with Joshua Phillips. And I got permission from Epic Times to go ahead and play that, which is the truth about January 6th. And you got to see what has happened to these families, to the people who were there thinking that they were going to be supporting their country. Okay? I don't think anybody was trying to prevent the vote. I mean, you need to look at the other side of these types of things. Apparently, there was somebody inside the White House who was communicating According to them, is on 60 Minutes, we, it must be true, right? Who's communicating from inside Donald Trump's team with the rioters as they were planning, like, almost like they're steering them video games. No, no, we know that the whatever they accuse us, us of is what they already did. And that was FBI agents, 81 of them, bashing windows, opening gates, doing all the very things that they're accusing. But we made a phone call. We have records. And no, they didn't have records. They just have one man's testimony who's willing to go on national TV. And that's... Good enough. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 uh, here in the Kiva. I'll take your, I guess someone's uh, there hanging out on the uh, phone calls. I'm not taking uh, calls uh, just yet, but um, it is just unbelievable the way that uh, this is setting up going towards the last 42 days. Are you all ready? I think early voting was starting in uh, next next Tuesday. Is that what it is? Uh, the 11th. The, oh, the 11th, not the third. Not the third. That's what I understand, yeah. Okay, there we go. All right, we'll take a quick break here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, and rockoftalk.com. Pretty on traffic hitting the post today and on video. Look at that. A lot of moving parts here to this station. Bye-bye, Nancy Pelosi. We also have, uh, I guess, uh, bye-bye to Daniel Ivy Soto uh, as well. I guess he's off the committee. <laughs> Funny question yesterday. Can can it be sexual harassment if the person that you're hitting on has anything to do with your sexual orientation? Or I mean, can it? You know, I think that's the question. In today's world, who knows? <laughs> anything goes. If you're a liberal, a Democrat, you've got uh, you've got your marching orders. You can complain about anything. 550-5500. Call here in the Kiva. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a, two points I wanted to make. Right. Um, one was observed from a cousin of mine who lives in Iraq. But anyway, he was telling me, he goes, okay, um, in Russia right now, there's people protesting and everything, but they don't disappear or nothing. They get, if they're really out of line, the police bounce them around a little bit, toss them in the clank for the night or two, and they're booted out the next day or two. Okay, in China, you disappear, and that's it. You're gone, no more, bye-bye. Yeah. In America... Athletes. 
Right. In America, you've been locked up. We got people nine, since January 6th still locked up, not even charged with nothing. So I don't think, I think when it comes to Vladimir Putin, America, we need to shut our pie holes because uh, we, we can't tell them nothing. We're way worse than them to our people than he is to his. That's one thing. And the other thing about this insurrection, mind you, I'm not really a Trump guy. I'm a Ted Cruz guy. I'd still vote for him over Trump, and I'd vote for DeSantis over Trump. But Trump did a good job on the economy and everything. Anyway, then the other point is this armed insurrection, okay? I'm trying to find out what type of weapons were used. I still can't find any. Um, the only weapons I've seen were when the police officer killed the Air Force girl. But we need to find out, were they M16s with 203s and, you know, 240 belt-fed machine guns, you know, like NATO weapons? Or were they East Bloc weapons, AK-47s, PKs, or RPG-7s, or 9s, whatever? What weapons were used? We, I still have not been clarified on that. And until we clarify that, we need to drop it because they keep saying armed insurrection. Well, NATO weapons or Warsaw Pact weapons, what are they? They still will not tell us. Yeah, I got a, a kind of a, you know, part of our lunchtime uh, blast uh, earlier today as I outlined why it is, uh, and I, I, people responded to me yesterday sending me, well, here's what's happening. Ukraine's actually winning. Send me four different YouTube videos of these uh, D-bags, essentially, you know, <laughs> hey, I look very cool in front of my map. I'm all smart and stuff. And here's what's really happening. Like, you don't even know. You're hanging out at home all day long looking at a map acting like you know what's what's going on. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, they don't. And it's really, you know, everything uh, ultimately is a, is a math problem. And we shouldn't be engaging, you know, the Russians at this point. In a, no, in we a should of, not. They have already moved all their troops. They're in the process of, of, of clamping down what he had, 750 people. And, and, and the topic, uh, if you will, and by the way, Edward Snowden becomes officially a Russian citizen. No, no idea whether or not he needs to be recruited, but he's probably doing all the, uh, the war gaming uh, if he's doing anything for um, uh, uh, Putin. And I put this out today. I said Putin him in a corner from yesterday, of course, right? And on there, I put a, a not a map, but the Russia-Ukraine military imbalance. Ground forces, 850,000 for Russia, 200,000 for Ukraine. Air Force, 4,107. We went through this at the beginning. 4,173 for Russia, 318 for Ukraine. Naval fleet, 605 to 38. Like, if the propaganda war is being completely and totally fought to stoke these war flames, right? Telling ourselves stories about how weak the Russians, which is exactly what the NSA, or excuse me, the uh, Director of National Intelligence and the, N, uh, the NSA uh, is doing, is they're selling war to us and they're goading the people who support NATO in the United States, and they want to stoke those fires until we go to war. That's what this well, is all about. And they, they, they know that war is profitable, war is a smokescreen, and they can cover all the corruption that has happened in Ukraine, not to mention all the money that has been donated, right? What, what are we at, 85, that's, that's, 90 billion now? We're at $90 billion. Oh, no, no, it's more than that. It's closer to $100 billion okay. right. that we put a billion into here, it. A billion there. Okay. And these harpoons or whatever missiles they are, they're using them. We're not replacing our own supplies. We're just dumping them in there, and we're burning up our munitions. We're adding it to our national debt, 
we're, we're not replacing none of this stuff. This, to right. me, is absolutely insanity, and it's all the work of the Rockefeller Republicans, yep. the globalists, and the Democrats. And the Democrats. Them were the yep. ones that did it. At least I would say when Trump was in there, we had no wars. This would have never happened if Trump would have been in there. Never. Because he would have struck a deal with Putin and the art of the deal, and it would have been over. You know, And I'm not a Trump guy, but I understand what the guy you know, how he functioned and everything. And this dude we got now is, is a disaster. He's no, he's a global pig. Yeah. Stammering, shuffling fool, basically. Yeah, uh, that's what he is. He's a this, moron. This is the time to watch that uh, Snowden uh, movie. I think we should go back and watch the Snowden movie and just talk about, you know, the spying on the cell phones and all that intel that he has. And um, I think this would be a time to look at that. Uh, thanks uh, for calling in uh, very quickly. He has been living in Russia since 2013. Good phone call. After leaking classified documents detailing government surveillance programs. He was granted permanent residency in 2020. And now he is a citizen of Russia as of yesterday. He has said he made the disclosures because he believed the U.S. intelligence community had gone too far and wrongly infringed on civil liberties. I, that's certainly a guy that we can all agree with, right? Uh, Rudy, you're on, you're on board with that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could. Well, here's, here's here locally. Uh, this is interesting. Um, because we are starting to talk about that here in the United States all over again. Civil rights lawyers and Democratic senators are pushing for legislation limiting U.S. law enforcement agencies' ability to buy cell phone tracking tools to follow people's whereabouts. Wait, these are the very same Dems that wanted everything tracked everywhere all the time? Remember, 98% of the FBI agents, Democrats, including back years in time and sometimes without search warrants. Concerns about police use of the tool known as Fog Reveal, raised in an investigation by the Associated Press, published earlier this month, also surfaced in a Federal Trade Commission hearing three weeks ago. That that just coming out yesterday at the very same time that Snowden becomes, you know, a Russian asset going forward. Pay attention to these little, you know, stories uh, that are here and there that are sort of uh, larger indicators of what's happening uh, overall. The devil is uh, certainly... Uh, in the details, and uh, they can track your cell phone. They know where your movements. If you have anyone who's ever watched some murder investigation, where was he? Which cell town? What uh, cell phone was he pinging off of? Do you realize what you can discover about somebody just by knowing what their cell phone number is? I don't think that people realize. Like your cell phone number, if you haven't taken care of all of the background checks and you know, kind of strip your own stuff, and you can go through that. You can go through and start stripping all your information. It's expensive you know, the identity theft and all that, because all that information, everywhere you've been, you're just leaving breadcrumbs absolutely everywhere, right? Cookies. Well, what are they? Cookies. Cook, cook. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Whatever. Whatever. Crumbs, cookies, whatever you're hungry for. Uh, and that cell phone number, it's not hard once they find your network, which is like one of six of them, for them to go ahead and break into your phone is not very difficult, folks. I mean, all the surveillance equipment and stuff that's out there. So, um, the government is doing it uh, for years. Uh, 550, 5500. That's 550, 5500. Uh, Eddie, I despise Daniel Soda, and yet this allegation seems suspect. Oh, I wanted him to go down, but this doesn't seem right. We got it. So the Democrats have a tactic. One of these days, Republicans are going to listen to me. What they uh, always do is they sort of, you know, when you're uh, that dark and that deep and that demonic, right? And what, you know, what do you know about demons, right? Anybody have a satanic calendar lying around? No. <laughs> they literally have what they sacrifice in the satanic calendar on what day. You think I'm lying? Look it up. What they must have as a 
quote unquote blood offering. Well, the Democrats uh, being part of all that do the very same thing. No, I'm not Alex Jones. They do the very same thing. So what they'll do is they'll sort of like cleanse from something that they no longer want to be affiliated with or associated with the party, sort of the low hanging fruit. And it'll sound like something like the Cheryl Williams Stapleton, like they knew about that stuff for years. Come on. It's not like it was suddenly discovered. Call me now. Nobody discovered that. They knew it was going on all along. I mean, not three, four years before that, they were looking into, uh, what was it? The, was it the Martin Luther King Center over at the state fairgrounds? Or it was some, I think the Center for African-American Center uh, Studies or something like that, or whatever they had. Yeah, and then the building's named after her. Is it really? Yep, Cheryl Stapleton. Is it really? When you drive up by on San Mateo, you see that name before you see the African uh, Cultural Center. Huh. Well, we remember I used to have the uh, I used to have the African American O A A A Office of African American Affairs uh, radio program here on this uh, radio station for a long time. It'd be the right choice, right? You know, you always want to yeah. choose the. <laughs> anyway, uh, when you look at what they do, they will always give you know sort of this sacrifice within their party. They do it all the time. But notice when it comes to like drunk driving or whatever, if you have a D next to your name, you are never, right? Whatever happened to Jacob Candelaria flipping that thing? Did anybody ever look into his uh, use of uh, THC, whether or not that had to be in the system after I did all of that stuff? No, nobody, not a single person looked into all that. So they have different ways of operating. The suspect, uh, certainly within their own party, if they wanted to clear him out. Back at the top of the hour news. The Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. I'm Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk on the M1600 KIBABQ.FM. Rock of Talk. Talk. Hour two coming up here from the ABQ. All of our platforms on the telly: uh, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Audible. Don't forget our apps at RockofTalk.tv, RockofTalk.com. And if you got our uh, uh, newly improved uh, Rock of Talk chat uh, blast, and it is not a blast any longer, the blast is now over. It is the fives that you will get, and uh, you'll get the wire fives uh, from local, global, and uh, national, plus a bunch of other good information. And I have gone through all of it, so it is there. And uh, today's is uh, free of charge, and we'll figure out all that a little bit later later on. So um, we're gonna. That's, that's not my main operation of business. I've been running a radio station for a long time. That whole thing was uh, set up, you know, back in 2020, like towards the end. I'm like, well, we got to, you know, figure out something to write here, I suppose. That's not what I did. I was, when I was on the radio doing, you know, just, just doing what I was doing. I was you know, just doing radio. That's what we were focused on. 65 different radio stations on the app and all that kind of good stuff. But Folks, what's fair is not fair, and uh, what's good for them is not good for us, and vice versa. And who are they and them, and why is it us and them? It doesn't make much sense. The law is the law, and, well, I guess it is not equally applied, right? It all depends upon what you're protesting, who you're protesting, or what you're involved in, right? I think this is kind of crazy, because dozens of FBI agents, we just finished off the surveillance, you know, Snowden uh, getting a part of that. We know that, you know, they, they want to restrict the Democrats suddenly want to restrict the, they don't need your phones anymore. Now they're in your computers. Now they're in your house. Now they're in your bank accounts. They're everywhere, right? They really are. You just need to understand that. But they're going after the pro-life people. 
dozens of FBI agents, 30 of them to be exact in Pennsylvania, went after a pro-life author and Catholic leader. What? Why? They had big, huge rifles pointed at Mark and pointed at me and kind of pointed throughout the house. Ryan Marie Hook told LifeSite News. Kids were all just screaming. It was all very scary and traumatic. See, they don't care. They don't care about the scene. Make examples of them. Like, we're starting to see that from some of these governments. We need to make an example. Splatter them on the front page. Roger Stone, right? Whoever they can. And how the, the TV cameras descend and how the information comes out. Like, it's all, all very suspect, right? Agents said they were arresting Hook because he shoved a pro-abortion. Shoved. Hey, man. Why are you pro Why are you so pro-choice? Remember you saw those crazy people pro-choice just like turn around and jack people, just slap them across the face. I deserve my rights. He confronted his 12-year-old son outside an abortion clinic last October. The elect victim tried to sue Huck, but the case was thrown out of court. So uh, Merrick Garland sent a small army to arrest a prominent member of the pro-life community. Justin, Justin, front page, see, these pro-life people are bad news. How are we going to go ahead and garner? We don't have many, many, many issues to run on. Why don't we leak something from the Supreme Court? Never find the person who actually leaked it. Push the abortion ad agenda and say that all these dastardly Republicans are taking away women's rights, right? Get the women all stirred up about this whole entire thing. As if this was something that we needed to go ahead and, you know, litigate publicly at this time. And for what reason? Well, because they needed some fodder for the election. Now, like I said, it, the law is not easily applied. The, the views aren't easily. An octogenarian was shot in the shoulder while canvassing 50 days before the November 8th election. Right to Life Michigan reported an 83-year-old volunteer from Lake Odessa was shot last Tuesday while going door-to-door -to, -door to talk about Proposal 3, which, of course, is about abortion. Right to Life said the woman was shot in the shoulder while leaving her residence, her back, she was shot in the back on her shoulder during a heated conversation. At Sunny, I didn't want to have me pro-choice. Back in my day, the whole community. <laughs> ah! Right. Out. Sorry for the uh, very realistic drama there. And the man who shot her wasn't part of the conversation. He just came up, right? Don't go be coming down here. This victim does not know the identity or the motive of the shooter. That's real. She was canvassing. In the house, at the place, and somehow the case is still being investigated by the Michigan State Police. <laughs> Found some, shove them, 30 FBI agents, we're on top of it. We'll take care of it. Front page news, see how bad these people are. Yeah, right to life, right? <laughs> Get shot? Well, no. Oh, we don't know who, we have no suspects. I don't know who it is. People getting run over, making up excuses. Apparently that was not even part of the, I don't know, the whole entire thing. I don't, I don't know what to make of this at this point. But we do know Planned Parenthood is on the march. In fact, they had their most successful year ever, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes, they did. This is pretty awesome stuff for them. 383,000 abortions. That's right, folks. 383,000 abortion, marking 2021 their best year ever. More than ever before, folks. 83-year-old, right to life, shot. They've got descending on someone who's pro-life, who had a problem with them. 
I mean, you see how all this stuff just doesn't balance out? 550, 5500. Rudy, your website that you uh, posted is all about life. That's it. And we can bring New Mexico to life. If you take a look and you'll think about who you're voting for and why, you start looking at the stats and say, God, we're last in everything. Oh, except in crime, where we're first. We're the worst. You know, Carrie, uh, Carrie Lake's pretty awesome. She is. Um, I'm big uh, on, on Carrie Lake. Uh, she's a news person. And, you know, they keep trying to push her buttons, right? They try to get over on her and think that, she, well, she's just another pretty face. She's not going to know very much. Uh, you know, she, she, this political bombshell basically backfires. I included this in uh, your launch on five. Take a listen. It was the most clicked of the day. Pretty good stuff. To explain. And this is just one example of the hundreds of bills sent to the governor's office every single year. And now there is a real big question in this year's race if one of the candidates doesn't understand what to do with it. In Hobbs, Arizona, your kindergartner wouldn't learn the Pledge of Allegiance. The latest accusation hurled at the Democratic nominee for governor, Katie Hobbs, by her Republican opponent, Carrie Lake. As a legislator, Hobbs actually voted to block the Pledge of Allegiance, our national anthem, our constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and even the Mayflower Compact from being taught to the next generation of Americans right here in Arizona. To back up her shocking claim, her three-minute video showed a bill that Hobbs voted against four years ago. But the bombshell claim that Lake promised isn't true. Voting against this bill would not be voting against the national anthem. Wes Gullett served as the chief of staff to former Republican Governor Fife Symington. Gullett points out that the bill Lake refers to only covered adding the state motto, Dita Deus, which means God enriches, and the national motto of In God We Trust. It would not have purged anything from the approved list of materials that could be read and posted in classrooms. The wild claim has led to speculation that Lake doesn't understand how laws are created. That's a big problem for someone whose job it would be to sign or veto them. That's why we have campaigns, because we see if people are qualified. We'll pick it up there when we return here in the Kiva, 514 on AM600 Kiva. All right, Carrie Lake, put all that information out there. Liberal media sort of sort of chews everything up, okay? And then we find out that she didn't get into all the specifics and they have to sort of own up to their own report at the very end. This is the whole uh, chess versus checkers about impression and all of that that you're doing out in the media. You have to drop the big stories, uh, drop the big, uh, I don't know, whatever you possibly can so you can have an impact on the, on the it's going to be a close race, right? A couple of points uh, either way. We know that Arizona, uh, you know, border issues are huge there, huge, huge, of course, uh, you know, through Yuma and uh, that area, Nogales, people don't know those uh, particular areas. Uh, they've stopped the surge. They've stopped it in, in uh, Texas. We'll get to that uh, momentarily. And yeah, they're build, finishing up the wall. You saw what um, they were going to start stacking the the rigs, the 53-foot, the, the rigs that, that bring in 
uh, stuff off the shore from China. They're going to start stacking that and using that to build the walls. They're still raising money to do the walls. And well, here's Kerry Lakes to sort of uh, finish uh, things up. And what happens at the end of this is you find out that, well, this particular person who's saying, well, no, this is untrue. This is untrue allegation that they're making and carry lake fires back they have to basically put it up there. and this is all the things that you see in the news media all the time they have to sort of verify whether or not this is you know true or false this is a good ad or bad ad i mean every single one that michelle luhan grisham has done seems to be a piece of propaganda untrue stuff right we saw the one medical person who never you know was two years away said she had already graduated i believe from the from the nursing school i mean they just make these wild claims and sometimes you have a responsible news media that picks it up and sort of checks both sides. Here is the remainder of the Kerry Lake uh, bombshell, if you will. To be governor, reading bills is a qualification of being governor. You have to know what a bill says, how a bill changes, how a bill becomes a law. Those are fundamentals that Kerry Lake doesn't understand. Today, Lake- There it is. So here's the, here comes a tweet down on Twitter, referring to a pair of other bills that she claims supports her accusation. But those bills don't refer to the Pledge of Allegiance or any other founding document. Carrie Lake also claimed in that video that Hobbs supports teaching sex education to kindergartners. We looked back into the record and found that in 2016, Hobbs did support or sponsor legislation that would have required medically accurate and age-appropriate sex education be taught in K-12 schools. In the news from Dennis Welch, Arizona's family. Yeah, what they don't realize is the perception here is that Carrie Lake gets them to talk about her, and the news media is no fan of its own, right? It eats its own. It's doing that here with Mark Ronchetti. It's doing that with Carrie Lake, who's a news person uh, back in Arizona. They're, they're coming back, and you would think that they'd be sort of giving her maybe a fairer shake, but they're doing everything they can to break her apart because we don't want her to leave from the flock, right? It's that whole crab leaving the, uh, uh, what is it, bucket syndrome that, that we have here in New Mexico. Now, yeah. wh- who do you think you are? You think you're better than us? You know, you got uh-huh. that whole type of thing going on. So Carrie Lake, I think, with the issues that are going to come here in the next uh, 40, what, 42 days, I think that she is uh, going to prevail, but uh, the polls, I think, have her pretty pretty much neck and neck here, especially with all the California blue that has moved in. Lots and lots of California blue, but what do we know about the Arizona economy, the population, the people who move from the flyover country and certainly from the Rust Belt in the Ohio, Indiana, Michigan areas, they all relocate, you know, Wisconsin, they all relocate to Arizona. They relocate there <laughs> because they're fire, right? Finance, insurance, real estate, that's that's what's got that thing going. And it's very, very frothy right now. But now it's starting to decline. We have these recession signals that are now just, now in their sixth month, folks. And this is where Carrie Lake is going to be far superior as a Republican versus the Democrat, because we know that Republicans, private business, private sector, much like we are Democrats here in the state of New Mexico, all about the uh, public sector, state jobs, you know, getting the gravy stuff off of city, federal, county, uh, state jobs, right? For Arizona, it's all about the private industry. The only thing that's going to bring it back, and you see this happening right now in uh, in the UK. What are they doing in the UK to fight inflation? What are they doing to sort of restart everything? And they're far well into the recession, dare I say, almost depression at this point, right? And by the beginning of the year, it will be a depression. What are they doing? They're cutting taxes. 
why will we cover uh, cut taxes? The government needs money because we need to go ahead and do more handouts. No, we've done our handouts. We've handed out as much money as we possibly can hand out anymore. Now you just got to cut uh, taxes on the money so people will be sort of moved to reinvest. No one's going to want to reinvest right now where rates are at and the returns. And well, here, this leading economic index. The forward-looking gauge that includes 10 individual indicators fell today by another 0.3%. The latest reading brings the total six-month drop to 2.7%, which is designed to predict the business cycle shifts. Not, we're not talking about you know consumption. We're not talking about uh, the CPI, which is a basket of goods measuring you know how much inflation is going up. And, and by the way, that's a sort of a random aggregate uh, of a various basket of goods. U.S. LEI declined for the sixth consecutive month, signaling a recession, according to the Senior Director for Economics at the Conference Board. While the U.S. economy met the common rule of thumb definition for a recession, not in Joe Biden's economy, while gross domestic product printed negative for two quarters in a row earlier this year, recessions are formally called by a panel of economists at the National Bureau of Economic Research. Why? Well, because they're all controlled by a lot of Democrat policy banking wonks. That are all out there. As I mentioned the other day, we have a crisis amongst us. And if people aren't spending money because they don't want to spend any more money, no, uh, folks, it's actually the opposite. It's because they really can't spend any more money. We're maxed out. Your credit's no good here. Things don't look good. Here's the report, folks. And uh, another bad read and weep for the economy and what's happening right now. We've had our heyday. Now it's time to pay the price. Do, Do not, not underestimate, underestimate the massive, massive impact, impact that rising, rising rates may have on American, American businesses business and, and family, family balance sheets. sheets. According, According to the New, New York, York Federal, Federal Reserve, Reserve, total household, household debt is now at a record high of more than $16.1 trillion. trillion. A lot of that is housing. But it, but it also includes a whopping $890 billion in credit card debt alone. And much, and much of the, of the growing, growing debt, debt is, on is on a variable rate, rate meaning it, it will go up, up as rates go up. up. And it and has been. Listen, Listen to this. this. According to bank rate, the current average credit card APR stands at 18.1%. That is the highest since 1995. And with red-hot inflation making many essentials more expensive than ever already, what does this mean for the state of our debt? It uh, means uh, some pretty bad things. That debt, not going to be paid. People defaulting. People are going to be default. We talked about it yesterday, defaulting on homes and various. What does that mean for a state like Arizona? And then better yet, what does it mean for Republicans across the country who aren't holding the bag? We're going into the recession. The only reason they didn't say it was a recession, we're, we might go into a recession. If we don't do these things, then we're going to blame. I told you how this works. It's all about, you know, <laughs> blaming the, the guys who just came in. And then as you leave, you have to blame the other people who left what you left. You never take the blame for yourself. The Democrats are very, very good at doing so. But it's, for, something, for some weird reason, it's always about politics with these guys. Always about politics. Republicans are feeling good. You got Liz Stefanik. She's head of the, uh, what, Republican uh, House. I don't know. She's, she's one of the heads. She's feeling really good. Why? Because it's based on values. She's focused on, she's the chair of the House Republican Conference, excuse me, okay, about families and values and households and all these wonderful things, right? And that's what she knows going in is while people are suffering, families are coming together and the other groups are outside battling 
with no values whatsoever. Take a listen. The Republican Party is the party of parents, and we're going to make that a, a priority in a Republican-controlled Congress. What does the Parents' Bill of Rights say? It says that parents have a right to be the primary stakeholder in their children's education. It says that parents have a right to see the school budget. Talking about money for public funds that are going out there and values being used a particular way. And then, of course, it's going to be all back to the basics getting businesses back in, in, in working order, getting confidence back up, injecting more confidence by getting more people to invest, cutting taxes. Yes, especially during that time when all the Democrats want to go ahead and increase taxes, do more audits, go ahead and get a bigger grab for the big Leviathan up in Washington, D.C., so that it takes over and consumes everything. We can make all of this stop during this election for the next 42 days. If you don't be a naysayer, if you focus on the end result, and what's the end result? Well, right now, it's just getting Joe Biden out of the office and getting enough Democrats out of the office so they don't wreak any more havoc here in this country. With what they have done just in these first two years, you want to leave another two years to them, maybe another six? Should Michelle, uh, should Michelle, my God, should Michelle Obama decide to go ahead and run? People are feeling good because I'll tell you, if you get the likes of a Fetterman who can't even speak clearly, and wants to let one third of all criminals, yes, he wants to release all what a third of criminals back out into uh, public. It's gonna be kind of a crazy. people well at least one person we know and you're related to you give him money give them money uh who's taking a bath that's right folks uh cleared out uh virgin galactic there it is uh, you might remember i uh, mentioned that they were going to go uh, full bk and now they're just augmenting everything that they're doing so that they can uh, sort of hide it and uh, you got michelle luhan grisham right in the middle of it and all the rest of them this, i mean this isn't a space deal i don't like talking about space I like talking about the corrupt financial instruments that are all behind this. We call them uh, pump and dump, Shamath Palapatia, and uh, Wall Street Journal writing about this. And, you know, it looked at this, you know, a long time ago. Mr. Palapatia joins other SPAC creators like hedge fund manager Ackman, this in the Wall Street Journal, and baseball executive Billy Bean. You might remember him, right? Moneyball. And shutting down blank check companies during this year's market turmoil. Why inflation, interest rates, and the fact that they cannot raise money failed ventures it's just it doesn't work who wants to it's just a place to hide money for the most part the spat king right he took virgin galactic holdings i don't even know what they are and i don't care are down more than 60 percent, causing losses for all those folks i think sub five this is crazy stuff but the political element is you bankrolled all of this here in the state of new mexico ladies and gentlemen this is what you did you you bankrolled that chamath uh, pumped out 1.2 billion i think there's like 1.6 left i mean I don't know. we'll just we'll start from the top here and uh roll through this because there is so much here okay i mean we were covering this with uh head of sophia uh which is basically virgin galactic they've done everything including what changed their logos and i mean you name it they're doing everything they can running new pr hey uh, open house come visit us here we are <laughs> nothing to visit 
nothing to see. Um, Jamath, how many tens of billions did he did he get? One of the biggest promoters of the SPAC is shutting down two deal-making efforts together, hold more than $1.6 after the market collapsed, wiping out tens of billions of startup market value and punishing individual investors. No bueno. So here it is. Social capital headed Sophia, a Cayman Islands executive company limited by shares prior to its domestication as a Delaware corporation whose principal place of business at a place called uh, Palo Alto, California. You might know it as Stanford. Right? All those smart guys. Unaware as the date of this deed, a Delaware limited liability company entered into agreement, plan, merger by among the acquirer, uh, VGH, Vike, all these various ones. Uh, here it is. A company incorporated under the laws of the British Virgin Islands, BVI. Hey, Branson. And direct sole owner of VGH and indirect sole owner of, there it is, Virgin Galactic. Now, Chamath uh, jumped to the uh, head of all of this, right? Maybe he was the kid wonder, wonder boy, going to take it and... Make it all work, right? Put a nice coat of uh, lipstick on that pig. <laughs> the other parties, <clears throat> pursuant to which, among other things, the acquirer shall acquire all the equity interest in the following direct and indirect subsidiaries of TSC, Virgin Galactic Vehicle Holdings, the Delaware Corporation, Virgin Galactic Limited, company shares, blah, 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 England, Wales, Virgin Galactic, all, all right here. Executed, delivered. To and by Social Capital, head of Sophia Holdings Corporation, Chamath Halapatia. Now there he is, front page of the Wall Street Journal. No money. Grisham holding that empty bag, ladies and gentlemen, of money. Can this become a campaign issue? Well, but certainly, uh, Mark, hopefully our new governor, is trying to do that. We know what a big uh, waste it is. We know the issues that construction. Con That's not even the issue. The issue is you can't get any real tenants paying real money, doing real things in a place that is uh, really Neverland, right? No, I'm not talking about Michael Jackson. They end with a failure to launch a $1.6 billion company by Jamath. Jamath pioneered a new way of raising money. Now he's giving it all back. Why? Because that's the way SPACs work. You don't get enough. You don't raise enough capital. The people who originally put ponied up the, the money have to give it all back. We saw this with, you know, other companies that he was involved with. We know uh, one of his best friends is Hillary or excuse me, Chelsea Clinton. I, I get him mixed up. <laughs> Chelsea Clinton, husband, right? There's Vinsky, all that money, failed ventures. Social Capital has Sophia, acquires Virgin Galactic, uses their trademark license agreement. Chamath resigns then as CEO. There it is. Virgin Galactic unveiled a new iconic consumer brand designed. Here they are. Here's the sales pitch, folks. To capture the love, wonder, and awe of the experience of viewing Earth from space, they write. And to inspire generations of future, future astronauts. You mean the fake uh, space flight last uh July the 9th, remember? Oh, well, look, we made it into space. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you weren't there. The hard, the hard deck doesn't count. The newly unveiled brand identity features the spaceship, which they go into space. Newly unveiled brand identity features the spaceship, the very definition of engineering excellence. <laughs> well, let's see, you go to 50,000 feet, and then you're going to launch a rocket as hard as you can, 135 to 150,000 feet. That is not space travel, folks. 
It's not a, you're not getting a ladder. You're not going to put ladders on top of ladders. That doesn't make any sense. A celebration of pioneering design. Giddy up. If, if you call that riding a horse and jumping in the air, I guess so. I got spin launch down there. We're going to be getting into uh, that because all of these are failed ventures. That's what these are. They're all a place to hide money. Uh, maybe money laundering at this point. Probably. Venture capitalist says it is a precarious market of markets after looking at more than 100 companies with regard to the SPAC. They're not working. In fact, if you look up SPACs, all it is is about space. Did uh, Virgin Galactic or any other company have a hand in trying to shoot a rocket? No, that was NASA. <laughs> at this asteroid so we could break it apart. Jamath Palapatia pioneers this whole entire thing. It's written on Bloomberg. It's also on Wall Street Journal. This is all mainstream news. Virgin Galactic on their own release couldn't snuff this thing out. And meanwhile, last summer, you have Bill Richardson and Michelle Lujan Grisham down there along with Republicans and Democrats. Just, oh, look, look at all the wonderful things we've done with Virgin Galactic. This should penalize them. The only reason it won't is because some Republicans have jumped on board with this. And I think, you know, we could probably just pin this on the Democrats if the Republicans can sort of move out of the way and never say a word about the Virgin Galactic again. Reports, a negative 81.58% fall from their 52-week high. That's how bad it is. Unbelievable. And you invested in it. And now it is over. Where's the write-ups? Are we going to get anything about any of this stuff that's coming out? We're going to talk about their failure to perform about how this is never going to go anywhere. Or are we going to say that, oh, this is another government entity that, uh, or a government restriction that prevented them from getting, you know, what they needed to get. Oh, they got restrictions. They have compliance issues. We got a new CEO. Well, you know, the new, uh, they've always got an excuse. And yet we find new ways to give them more and more money. The legislature will go ahead and do it. The two SPACs that are widening down have previously hinted in regulatory findings. We've read those. That they might seek additional time to find deals before saying Tuesday they won't pursue extensions. They had until early October to find mergers, the typical two-year time frame that is common for SPACs to fuel the fire of that investment. Well, Chamath said the creators considered more than 100 companies to take public. The blank check firms hold $460 million and $1.5 billion. These are the social capital groups that aren't able to go ahead and pursue what they need. Mr. Palapatia, here is the pump and dump portion of this. Sold shares, and he's being sued, a Virgin Galactic and another company called SoFi. When the stocks were way higher, he knew all this. There was no evaluation. There was no intent to perform. They had to have a ruse. They're trying to compete with those other two, and nobody cares to talk about that because I'm not interested in space including the sale of some SoFi shares last November. The other companies that tech-focused SPACs took public online were real estate brokerage Opendoor Technologies, and, of course, the one that Chelsea Clinton sat on the board was Clover Health Investments. Shares of all the companies SPACs took public except ProKidney are down 40% at least from the initial listing price. These are companies that are absolutely floundering. Him and other investors have helped make such mergers popular. Why? Well, it's a quick way to get cash, to get other people's cash, sell them an idea that they're passionate about, act like they're doing something in a time where everybody was flush with capital. What did it also do politically? 
well, for the likes of Michelle Lujan Grisham and, you know, Bill Richardson, who, who started it all, it's a great place to go ahead and, uh, hey, nothing to see here. Look at all my great, crazy, and very powerful and popular friends like Richard Branson, and they can go ahead and get the confidence. This is a con game run on the taxpayers of the state of New Mexico. That's it. That's it. Long and the short of it is exactly that. And they're going to sell you more stuff as long as you keep buying it. So I think that that chapter is essentially over. But we'll keep our eye on it uh, as we look headlong into the financial corruption instruments and designs of the people who start this type of crap. Are you dancing, Rudy, in the, in, yes. the, in the Kiva? Look at what? you. You put that camera on me, and I love this yeah, music. That, that that's what you, that's what you like doing, huh? I like dancing out there. All right. Okay, we got uh, a lot of uh, – I got to just get this stuff out of here. Roads are flooded office on Carlisle and San Mateo, Montgomery Water, past the sidewalk. Got it. That's what the problem is, is there. That, that's what's going it on over there. It is just really awful on, on all four of those streets, San Mateo, Montgomery, and Carlisle. Just yeesh. Okay. And then we've got, uh, let's see, Tejeras Canyon down at least on wyoming the interstate is getting slammed with rain so that, yeah they have hail as well um that was uh, reported about 15 uh minutes ago let's see uh exact same claim by the exact same woman they're using uh the hashtag me too playbook to destroy you know take out their own internally daniel ivy soto the allegations seem suspect same person who alleged the same thing against jeff apodaca okay I don't, I don't know that I care that much, to be honest. Why do we care? Huh. People need, uh, they're trying to protest over at Planned Parenthood, 145 to 345 afternoons, uh, San Mateo and Marquette. So if you want to go do that. The FBI are terrorists uh, there. I have a house in Fort Myers and just had someone put up my hurricane shutters. Hope for the best. Well, we'll certainly uh, pray for all of that. They're evacuating uh, there. And now, uh, one of the things that, you know, I don't want to kind of leave off here is, the um, former CFO alleging retaliation, conspiracy, and, and lawsuit over a 2020 investigation into all this. Racketeering, securities fraud, like these are all the bigger sort of pieces of this, of the, uh, of, of the pump and dump back to Virgin Galactic, okay? And this is, this, this the whole thing is far from over, but it certainly puts a large dent in its capabilities of what it can actually achieve. I think little to nothing. And, you know, I sort of kind of just got to rub off some of the uh, grease on this so I can get back in front of this. 250-page complaint filed in the state's first judicial district in Santa Fe. Zach DiGregorio alleges he was effectively terminated after he filed a quote-unquote whistleblower complaint that triggered a 2020 investigation into allegations of financial mismanagement, ethical violations, abuse of power by the former director, Dan Hicks. He did not come comment publicly on the claims of terminated in 21 and succeeded by Scott McLaughlin. There he is. New guy. Spaceport America constructed in Sierra County. Here it is. And we know that the people who were involved in all of this happened to do with Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's office. Spaceport declined to comment on the complaint. Besides seeking to clear his name and push back on claims about his own actions, Diggory is alleging refinancing of space, Spaceport tax bonds after his departure was a fraud against taxpayers and investors amounting to more than $200 million. 
to commit procurement fraud, commit securities fraud, break multiple federal laws, commit violations act, and the New Mexico Whistleblower Protection Act. While the filing states several complaints about Colon's office, Ryan Colon, the state auditor noted that only the state of New Mexico is named as the property to the party to the case as initially filed. Why isn't the corruption part of you know this whole election cycle? What other parties were involved that we can't be able to move into that sphere? That's what uh, I would like to know. 550-5500, if you guys want to go ahead and uh, call in. Virgin Galactic letterhead no longer includes the Virgin logo. They removed that as well. It just says Galactic. See the rocket ship and it just says Galactic. Rebranding. We'll uh, understand more about that. SPAC King, Chamath Palapatia, closing two of the SPACs after failing to find deals and no money. Now, going into a down market, you're looking for things to invest in. Are you really looking at space? Is the state of New Mexico really looking? How's their ROI during this time? Now that uh, the cutoff point, the choke point is already coming in, we're now in bear market territory. We're going sub 29,000 tomorrow. We're going to crush the depth. Yeah, it's going to happen. And of course, these guys, they're not going to get left holding the bag. Governments are. Because they invested the money and they'll never get the ROI. No return on investment whatsoever. The recession, softening job market, the Fed tightening, right? Three, three-quarter point increases on all of this. And we want to focus on social issues? We want to go ahead and start wars and start sending more and more money to the Ukraine? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense either. I think it's going to look good for the Republicans in other states, but maybe not here. I don't know if I, how do you feel, Rudy? You're sort of involved in a lot of that. What are you seeing uh, here locally? You know. I know. You guys are just. Yeah. It's confusing. It's confusing because there's a lot of disconnect between some of the other parties that are, you know, all involved on the ground. I mean, there's no coordination amongst any of the candidates. Mark's having to sort of uh, run on his own. Be nice if people would have branded themselves, stuck to the principles. Uh, maybe like this woman. Have you seen this? This article? like she just stands up. She'll say any sort of wackadoodle thing and put it out there. But you know, it, it gets a lot of traction. People pay a lot of attention, and you know, she makes sense most of the time. Most of the time, I should say. This is uh, very interesting. Marjorie Taylor Green. You know her. Uh-huh. You know her. She's putting out some some new ads right now. This is. Uh, these campaign ads are starting to come out. We're not seeing enough of the campaign ads, I think, that I'd like to see, uh, certainly in uh, New Mexico for Mark, but uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe we get a little of that, that DeSantis money, but he's kind of focused on it. $177 million was was his take in. $177 million last quarter. Here's Marjorie Taylor. We've got skyrocketing inflation, inflation high, high diesel fuel, fuel and, and Democrats, Democrats America, America last policy. policy. Democrats, Democrats are the only ones one destroying, destroying farmers' ability to put food on, on the table. table. We've, We've got, got wild, wild hogs destroying farmers' fields. fields. So, so we, we decided, decided to go, go hog hunting. hunting. American farmers out. Sign up below and let's go in that helicopter and go hog hunting. Enter to win now. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Well, Good. No, that gets attention. people's attention. It's yeah. memorable. I mean, it's a conver- It's an icebreaker. It's a conversation starter. And, uh, you guys, for those of you on Rock of Talk TV, so you guys uh, saw uh, all of that. So there you go. Um, 
Uh, it, there's just a lot of disconnect amongst all of the Republican candidates right now. And I think this is the time to sort of shore up. You guys recently met, right, Rudy? Yeah, we did. And I'll tell you, I think the thing that I'm most confused uh, confused about with the whole party is that no one knows what the right hand does not know what the left hand is doing. And the left hand is saying, get out of my way. I told you we're going this way. And that's the way it is. And you got everybody on a white horse. Everybody has the answer. Are people afraid of uh, being Republican? They're afraid that they might be called, I don't know, fascist, uh, things like that, uh, being called names. Are we too far to the right if we're sticking our, our principles too far out there? I don't think, no, you know what? I do not think that that's the, the problem. I think Republicans are afraid because they, they feel like Republicans are just looked at as idiots. And so they just sit there and say, I'm not, I'm not an idiot, not me. I'm conservative. I know what I'm doing. I really think it's more that than it is afraid of, oh, the other side is going to cancel me. No, I don't think that's it. All right. Uh, well, we know what to happen. Uh, Georgia Melania, right, uh, the new prime minister, she'll be sworn in at the beginning of the month. And more of the flavor that I think we'd like to see here, uh, she's been called fascist all over the place. Uh, after being elected, a lot of the country seemingly jumping behind her, the, the boost, uh, the post-election boost with the way that she conducted herself, the good feelings that seem to be going, even though it was a plurality, not a majority. Um, the uh, supporters are saying her to be a fascist. She's anything but a fascist. So take that, a that is not a danger for Italian, Italian democracy. democracy. Uh, she's uh, my rival. I, I'm a rival. We will continue to... Uh, fight each other, but the ideas are now there is a risk uh, of fascism in Italy is absolutely a fake news. See, it's, a, it's all fake news propaganda that's being pushed out there. That's her main one of her main competitors in Italy. But you know, here it's all about ad hominem attacks, taking them down, smear, tar, and feather, but whatever we can possibly do to bring them down. And and you of course know the first casualty of any war is truth. So, you know, Michelle Lujan Grisham is certainly very, very good at that. She's very good at, you know, was he, she attacking Mark because he's a weatherman? Oh, that the, when Mark slaughters her three days from now, and I believe that the debate, I don't know when the schedule, they might be debating right now as we speak. I think it's either today or tomorrow. There's going to be some edits and they stage him out and Mark's going to get a nice boost. And then what's going to happen is, they're going to just flood the airwaves with whatever Michelle Lujan Grisham has left to go ahead and use whatever he, and the object of the game for Mark Ronchetti is to not say anything that is too far out there. Okay. You just kind of stay in the lanes, be likable. That's important, right? And he's good Show at a level of intelligence, a capability, and don't give her anything that she could use in her campaign commercials the last three weeks in. Because I think their, their second debate is like, what, I don't know, October 9th or something like that. I certainly enjoyed. You certainly enjoyed watching those debates, did you not? You did a good job handling uh, the the two candidates uh, in that one. That was <laughs> here's the thing: fun. when Eddie debates somebody, he actually knows what he's talking about. The other two guys are kind of caught, huh? What was that? Uh, it depends on the day. You know. Hour two in the books. Hour three, you and me. We dive back into the rock and talk. Six oh six in the five oh five with more four one one here for the third hour. I am at Eric on the Rock of Talk AM sixteen hundred 
KIVABQ.FM. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And uh, don't forget, you can always uh, drop our apps right onto your phone or wherever. I don't know. Rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, and of course, rockoftalk.chat. We're going to cover the uh, the new the new fives that goes out in the morning. It takes a little while to get through, and uh, Rudy is going to make his way, hopefully safely, back home as he's uh, on his way. Thanks for the traffic report today, Rudy. Good it's job. been fun. I see that uh, rainstorm was kind of a surprise, but there yeah. it was. All right. Well, there it is. You got a little bit of rain. Maybe you should do some uh, weather casting. You can get, and like when you get the fives, you get the weather cast uh, directly from us. Yeah. Because I have a that. weather station on top of the building here. Oh, cool? yeah, they do. You didn't know That's that? Right. Yeah, yeah, the Kiva Weather Station. You can go just click on it. It's like, what's the current weather? What's the speed? You know, got one of those cool little uh, handy dandy little uh, weather vanes, you know, modern day. So, and, and I'm part of the whole Wonderground. The best place to get uh, weather is a place called Wonderground, just so you know. It's uh, the most accurate. It's uh, crowdsourcing. Remember the crowdsource? That was a, a, a form of investment for a while. And, and people, I think, become reluctant. And by the way, Chamath Palapatia, a complete and uh, total hack, a crook, a man who no longer has any money. And uh, eventually the unraveling will lead to us here in the state of New Mexico. And most importantly, Michelle Lujan Grisham left holding the bag. And we'll touch more upon that story uh, again uh, tomorrow. So it's uh, something that just wrapping myself around uh, right now. But one of the things that you guys got to wrap yourself around is, you know, how much the Republicans across the country, but not here, and why they're going to have such a big bump. And it's because of guys like this, this Mr. Fetterman guy. Here he is talking about, I, someone wanted me to back my stuff up. I said, okay, yeah, I've got, I can find it. I know it's here. Uh, Fetterman on the 130. He's like, he didn't say he was going to leave 130. Yeah, Democrats, this is what you're voting for, the guy just like this. I have a good, good working, working relationship with our, with our correction secretary, secretary. and he, he said, said something on a panel, panel that I was on with him. him. He, he said, we could call one third of our prison population out of jail and not make anyone less safe. And I don't know why we all wouldn't want that. Now, that's all worked uh, very well here in uh, the state of New Mexico, right, and in Albuquerque specifically. Just that turnstile justice system. Turn the criminals back out there and just, you know, let them do what they were doing before. The recidivism rate, uh, you know, I, I posted that uh, also in the launch today, and it was kind of crazy. In fact, it was at the uh, bottom of the local part. It says, the prison population in New Mexico has fallen significantly in the last two years. Oh, uh, you think when you let people out of jail for COVID? Oh, I'm kind of sick. I might have COVID. We don't want to affect the spread. Yeah, that's gone, right? So we'll let 1,200 of them out. The number of people being reincarcerated after release has also decreased. Oh, well, what? how does that happen? Well, if shoplifting, you can shoplift up to 1,000 bucks. You can actually, I don't know, have drugs break-ins there's no burglary unit there's no uh, the, the homicide unit i think has like 11 police officers they have a success rate of solving i think according to abq raw 47 percent or 54 percent, something along those lines you know they're turning that that information out no commercial burglary unit well you don't have people who can actually bring these people in doesn't mean you're lowering crime you're not lowering crime because you have less people returning to jail you don't have enough police officers or you don't have laws that are tough enough. According to a new assessment of the Corrections Department data, that's right. 
Mexico has fallen significantly at least the last two years, just like Fetterman would have wanted. There it is, Fetterman. He, you probably want him to be your next senator. You got Ben Ray Lujan. Still don't know where he's at on the, uh, well, anyway, I don't care. You know what, you know what I'm going to ask. 54% of the people released from prison were incarcerated again within three years. Oh, that's lower. My gosh. So, so, so much for rehabilitation. See, now you know why I don't believe in that. I don't believe in rehabilitation for drug users and certainly not for those uh, who are incarcerated. Okay. They all turn to something. You got to find a purpose that God or something like, and you know, things get hard. Now that tough on crime attitude that comes from a lot of Republicans and DeSantis and, you know, lock them up, throw away the key. You probably don't want to go to that level. You certainly you want to have sort of baseline penalties for many of the criminals out there. CBS correspondent says House Republicans are very confident they will be able to take back the majority. Well, when you got guys like Fetterman, that's low hanging fruit, even for a soft, the, the softest Republicans. Like Dr. Oz, when I was hanging out with Dr. Oz up in Santa Fe at the El Dorado Hotels, he was attending a, a Elvis's wedding to his new husband. Yep, that was, that was, that was, he was there, right? We know where he is on the pro-choice, pro-life thing. He's pro-choice back in 2008. Showed you all the stuff where he was manufactured by Oprah. And I said, I know who you are. Why do I know you? He's like, I'm Dr. Oz. I was like, of course you are. I, I, yeah, he used to be on my station. I didn't realize I had fired him. Of course, you guys all know that who have listened. Just just couldn't take the uh, the woke prescriptions. I think he was into the COVID vaccination. That's not going to be an issue, right? They're not going to make that an issue. It should be an issue, especially with the vaccination issues that we see. Right? We got uh, BA5 and BA6 now, or BA4, BA5. We're going to you know push those out. We're requiring people to go back to think about masking, do the responsible thing. They They, they literally are doing that right now. Kind of insane. Well, here's the CBS correspondent on all this. And uh, I got to say, uh, I am not very uh, optimistic for Democrats in uh, mostly red states. Uh, here's the uh, CBS correspondent on the red wave that they anticipate. And we know CBS to be a left of center uh, news oh, organization. Look, I mean, House Republicans are very confident that they will be able to take back the majority. And so that is why they wanted to kind of put this full-throated effort together to unveil this commitment to America and to really get on record and get on board with what they want to do, whether that is trying to strengthen the economy, whether that is dealing with issues of public safety and the border, whether that is protecting individual freedoms and dealing with the issue of education and health care and also conducting more oversight and government accountability. Those are a couple of the pillars of their plan. And so Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was joined by a number of Republicans throughout this conference. You know what's great is when you can get the opposition in the media actually quoting you. You know that you're on message when your enemies are quoting what you are doing. Okay, this woman has no intent of voting for any Republican. And she has no no interest in pushing Republican agenda. She's just sitting there as a news piece. Uh, piece and Kevin McCarthy is coming out with a brand new contract for America. 
I gave you those pieces uh, last week. And, and you know, from, from that, that standpoint, standpoint, I mean, I think he feels, feels very confident going into, into these midterms. midterms. As he told me, he feels that they've put up a lot of good candidates. Um, and, and so we have a clip of that, right? Let's watch that. We do. This is at the supper table. I know you want to pick up as many seats as possible this cycle, but how many are we talking? 10, 20, 30, more? Five makes the majority, but we want to compete anywhere from Rhode Island to Oregon to California to Florida to Iowa in between. I think we have probably the best candidates you've ever had. I've listened to Nancy Pelosi and the DCCC. They believe they're going to keep the majority and actually win seats. So nobody gives you a majority. You have to earn. And that's what the commitment is about. There it is. It's going to look pretty good. Kevin McCarthy feeling confident. New contract unveiled. And you got low-hanging fruit against Fetterman. You're doing pretty well. Daily Fives goes out at 5.05 in the 5.05. Yeah, 5.05 a.m., 5.05 p.m. It's a lot shorter. Instead of the 10 minutes that you're spending, you get uh, six, seven minutes, and it's free. And I'll push that out, and we'll, we've will we got some other things that we're, we're doing here, or I'm doing, I should say. I would say we as if there's multiple people, so I have to check for multiple personality disorder. <laughs> On this day back in 54, for example, like the five top five, because inter- you can't pay just like, I don't even know what that is. Why is that in here? Why am I paying attention to stuff that I don't know anything about or never even heard of? Like everything that you hear should at least be somewhat familiar or have some meaning. Because if it doesn't have either, then why would you include it in anything? And I was noticing there's just like, it's a lot of fluff, you know, AP and various other news sources just have like a lot of fluff. It's just busy. It looks, it looks like someone was working. It looks like it, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's like the stuff, stuff, stuff. We don't need all that stuff. Okay. You know, and you know, originally the, the first one that came out was, basically my design that had come out and then I handed it over to Dowd and he's run, running with it. And it's a, you know, it's a work and he delivered it on time. I think uh, the days when he, then he took his vacation, did all that kind of stuff. And now I think you can find him now at no doubt about it. So you can go ahead and, and I'm sure he's going to have a daily download and all that kind of stuff. Cause that's how this whole thing kind of started. You know, I wanted to create an opportunity so that Dowd could stay here in the state of New Mexico and wanted to sort of keep that uh, out here uh, for him. So I came up with something that would, because he's a writer. And, and then, of course, he had done some radio in the past and various other things. And he was a really good welcome addition uh, to all that. So I created, okay, here's the Daily Blast. That's how I came up with all that. And then you have the whole archive and the stuff that was happening day by day. But I was reading through it. It was so much I couldn't handle it. Like, I, I can't read. Like, 10 minutes, it's not 10 minutes. The 10 minutes is more like 20 minutes. And this, it, this is like, it's fives all the way across, matching my phone number so you can text in if you have information or photos or video. I don't care where you get it. If you got a video or a photo or something, I'll put it on the rockoftalk.tv. You'll get it right there. It'll, it'll just come out so you guys can, can see. Oh, there I am. Yeah, I forgot there I'm on the Rock of Talk TV. I'm back. Okay. So that we can share and disseminate this information. Then I'm going to put all the, the podcast and everything, so that's all right there. But back to the um, <clears throat> the fives, as I'm calling it, right? 550, 50, 500, 505, and the 505, you know, it's kind of a thing. The only wish that we had, um, you know, 500 a.m., right? 505 a.m. or something, if that was even such a thing. Well, uh, in this today, 
for example, in the entertainment. The Beach Boys first appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show back in 64. In 86, Twist and Shout came back. You might remember uh, Ferris Bueller. Matthew Broderick, you know, you remember uh, he was with uh, Sarah Jessica, or is with Sarah Jessica Marker. She makes a, a great rosé. Very, very good. I've tasted it with the, uh, and for those of you who have asked about Jim Hammond, uh, he had a knee operation and then developed something else. And uh, he should be back probably sometime first. We'll return our wine show back to the airways. Back in 87, the variety show Dolly starred Dolly Parton, uh, premiered on ABC. It was canceled after just one season, poor Dolly. Now she's uh, iconic, right? Like Marilyn Monroe, there's Dolly Parton, there's, I don't know, Frank Sinatra. You just think of the iconic uh, Elvis Presleys. You know, the, 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 there's only one, right? Even though there's many imitators out there. So you say it uh, in plural, either that or it's Espa. Uh, also, Phil Hartman, remember that? His voice was featured for the last time on The Simpsons as Troy McClure. Hartman was killed by his wife in a murder-suicide. Oh, he's sad. Check your mental health. There you go. Today's five birthdays. Only five, because that's all you need. I can't imagine stacking birthday. Like, who the hell? Who is? Who, I don't know who they need. Gwyneth Paltrow, happy birthday. She's probably having a good time. She's 50 today, the big 5-0. Little Wayne, uh, I don't know if our audience necessarily knows who that is, but he's popular enough that I recognize him. 40, Avril Lavigne, I thought she was dead, but she's back to life. 38, and then you got Mike Schmidt of the Phillies, right? 73 years of age. So that's all in there. Okay. So very quick as you're scrolling through, you know, you guys get up in the morning and you're like, well, I just need to scroll through. Just get the, the, the quick and dirty. You almost want to call it that. Right? 39 Warsaw Poland surrendered after weeks of resistance to invading forces from Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union during World War II. 64, the government publicly released the report of the Warren Commission. You, of course, know that was controlled. I'm going to do a whole GFK show. I'm like halfway through all that stuff and recently visited Dallas. And it's sort of weird as you're sitting in the middle of that plaza and you're seeing like the angles of the buildings, like, you know, it was happening. It was all a very short box for them to operate. Notice I'm saying them because the Warren commission, they said that Oswald acted alone in assassinating president John Kennedy, literally impossible. And then getting the bolt action. I pardon me if that's offending anybody as we're talking about the highest office and one of the greatest presidents of this country, at least in terms of social reform and maybe the Bay of Pigs. I don't know enough about that particular era. We all grew up as, uh, right, <coughs> Catholic Democrats. Uh, Catholic, I thought all the Catholics were Democrats. Well, John F. Kennedy was never. Anyway, that had a lot more to do with uh, bootlegging and other things uh, from his daddy. He was, he was daddy's money, no doubt about it. Leo Harvey Oswald had acted alone in assassinating President John F. Kennedy. There's three buildings around that park going into that low area before you cross the bridge, like from all three angles and then going through the, there's zero chance coming out of that in an open air, all planned. I would say there's at least three, maybe four gunmen. In fact, the uh, most plausible one was three, based on some of the people that I talked to who literally hang out there all the time selling bottles of water, magazines, like they are there. And it's got this sort of eerie feeling to that whole place. Like there's like a ghost in that area. I really feel that. 1979, Congress gave its final approval to form in the U.S. Department of Education. Ooh. I don't know what to say about that, but we know what happened after 79. Gave the control to the federales, and uh, I don't know whether we have good baseline stuff. You'd have to actually ask somebody who knows something about education to get the feedback on that. I certainly know that many people want to disband the Department of Education. But who thought maybe that wasn't one of the first departments, right? You're sort of surprised. I, I thought the government was always involved in education. Back in 94 and back today again, 
the contract with America, 350 Republican congressional candidates. I was in Washington, D.C. in the summer of 95 when Newt was steamrolling Bill Clinton, right? It was a 10-point platform they pledged to enact if voters sent a GOP majority to the House, and they did, and they got it done. And pretty soon, well, I'm not going to do that. And then last five years, we'll do the five years and return to five years on those five points. Donald Trump and the congressional Republicans unveiled the first major revamp of the nation's tax code in a generation that included cuts for corporations, tax brackets simplified, and a doubling of the standard deduction. Playboy founder Hugh Hefner also died at the age of 91 five years ago on this day. (laughs) I'm not laughing. I just, what a life, 91 years. Rumor has it, but anyway, I'll save the jokes for uh, some other time. Uh, not, Not today. We're sort of rolling this out, and I just want this to be a little more ascetic for those of you who don't know what that word means. It's just like short and dry, you know, down to its bare bones, just only what we need. Just give me the good stuff. Today's five videos for conservatives. Zelensky on Europe's stability. I found a really good resource and I watched all these. I think I find myself watching more of these videos and I'm going to extract these videos and stick them on the rockoftalk.tv so that you guys will be able to watch them throughout, not just while I'm doing the show which I'll play some of them and other ones that I'll just go and upload separately. Zelensky on Europe's stability. If Putin remains in power, we have observed this over the years. We don't see stability. Uh, Zelensky is uh, all sorts of stupid. There's nothing that's been more stable in this world as a leader of a country. I mean, I think the guy wants to be president until 2036. Like they were making that. I was like, Putin's been... Hasn't Marty always been the president? Hasn't Putin, uh, hasn't Marty always been the mayor? Hasn't Putin always been the president, right? I mean, you have to really go back to think of a time where Putin wasn't in charge. EGB. NASA crashing the DART satellite into the asteroid. I, I literally posted that video so you see it. Now you got a video. I mean, how cool are that? You're getting video so you don't have to go out and look for them. It's all just in one place, nice and easy. I gave the Carrie Lake bombshell. Uh, you know, the left heads are exploding. GOP is absolutely committed to bringing a Trumpist MAGA group into power at all costs. No, they're not. We're not about all that. We're not interested in, in that. Oh, well, another, another payout on the way. All right. And then finally, Rick Santelli. Modern monetary theory was a stupid idea. and Low interest rates ruined the entire infrastructure of global finance. So uh, you've got all those videos right there at the front for uh, each and all of you folks. So uh, I put those uh, together. Then the today's five articles for conservatives, two rhino alerts, uh, by the way, not one, but two. Uh, And of course, they're going to come from Fox News because we certainly know that uh, a lot of Fox is feeding a lot of the left. And and it's kind of disgusting, right? The guys that you expected to always be there, the, the people who were sort of help with the architecture of ushering in Donald Trump during that time, you, you, you kind of like, how did they, how did they become this? They just kind of just go crazy. Well, Newsmax is doing its very best. This Eric Bowling, I've actually haven't watched his new show. He lost his son a couple of years back, uh, about a year and a half back. He certainly has uh, put on a little bit of weight and uh, Hey, however you age is uh, certainly fine by me, but I'm not happy with his shots that he's taking on Tucker. He, nobody, in my opinion, not one person can take down Rush, can take down Tucker. Like, what, why do we have to continue to try to have these other guys that comment on other news guys? That, that's unnecessary. I, one of my biggest pet peeves is whenever you see these conservative news talkers and they start, well, on The View today, and they go on and on and play clips from The View. I'm like, I don't want to hear about The View. 
I've never watched the view. I don't, I don't want to hear my conservative news guys start going out talking about Whoopi all day. I have no interest. No, I'm talking about the woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not Bob Eubanks is, uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. no, not any of that. Here's uh, Eric. Bo- well, do we have time? I'm going to let that pass. I'm going to play him on, on, on the return because him and uh, this view Republican says she's open to voting for Democrats. Right. So they take the token, just like you had uh, uh, Megan McCain, right? Her radio show on our radio station lasted all of about two weeks. They're asking me, it's like, what do you think of her versus Andy Dean versus Joe Pags? And I was like, well, I don't want Joe Pags at all. Okay, He's doing a much better job wherever he's uh, doing uh, now than, than he was, but I didn't want him at all. And then Megan, Megan uh, whatever her, her name is, Megan McCain, she was constantly just cutting on every single Republican. Andy Dean, by the way, is one of the most fun hosts that we had here on this air. Back with Eric Bowling when we return here in the Kiva. I'm not a fan. Uh, don't know if I ever was one when he was on the five. Yeah, the five, uh, second highest rated show on Fox. Does anybody really watch that stuff anymore except for Tucker? Does anybody watch it besides Tucker and Hannity? Is anybody watching Fox News? Well, I guess the Laura, right? She sort of turned in her card on on everything. I, I don't know that people are watching that anymore. I, I don't know. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. If you want to go ahead and text or uh, call in, I'll take your calls for the last half hour, and uh, we'll you know shoot from there uh if you will but uh here is eric bowling okay taking shot like at a time when this is completely and totally unnecessary saying that uh somehow tucker is helping along putin is that the new accusation you get because we're so close to nuclear war i mean is, is that what you get is that necessary well apparently it must be i mean it's disappointing uh take it away there eric Anytime, Eric. Just lay it on us here. All over this, I'm very worried about a, a world war, a nuclear world war three, in okay. fact, where nobody wins. We all lose. So mm. when I see a fellow conservative oh. making statements that could incite a world war, nuclear. making statements that could incite a world war, just ask yourself that question. I mean, just he's ready to just hit it, Tucker, for really no reason. There's, there's, he's not goading, prodding. Tucker isn't so powerful. I mean, can you imagine that? It's like. Tucker has so much power, right? He's going to start the war on his own. Here's why. I guess apparently the Russians are using his clips. For war, I have to call him out again. Oh. And when I see our arch enemy, Russia, and the sociopath Putin using <laughs> that same conservative as propaganda, you should. Newsmax is leftist. No doubt about it. We know that they uh, have the Hillary connections, the funds behind it. We know all these things, right? We all know about the Newsmax. I mean, Newsmax was supposed to take over Fox News after the disappointing election results with Donald Trump. Like, uh, Fox News let us down on election night, and New- Newsmax was going to come right in. The opportunists were going to slide right in, right? <laughs> yeah, we really care about principle. They just care about bottom line. That's what all these guys are. I mean, it's it, it, there's no reason to fight amongst yourselves, right? That that happens to me all the time. People attack me. You know, at the worst possible. I'm like, why? What? What could did that? Did that help you? That help us? This is why we keep losing. 
about it and maybe get to him and tell him to stand down mm. because in all things nuclear, caution up front. Stand is- down, Tucker. I yell for my uh, less than 300,000 viewers. Stand down, Tucker, with your uh, d- 10 times, 11, 12, 13, uh, 20 times as many viewers as I have. Best way to avoid total annihilation at the backside of these issues. Turns out Russia's state media are using clips of Fox News' Tucker Carlson to support Vladimir Putin's war efforts in Ukraine. This counts as journalism? Let me get my news organization to take down another news organization that's supposedly on the same side. This is Eric Bowling, the guy that was on Fox, who's attacking a guy. where They got rid of Eric at Fox. They got rid of him. He didn't exit lightly here. He's like, uh, I'm out, right? No, it, uh, Eric, pack your things. Pack your, you know what? Get out. We're done here. There it Look is. Look at that right there. There it is. Look at Look that. that. Yeah. That's Russian state media using Tucker Carlson, alleged American, as propaganda. Alleged American. Wow. They, uh, seriously. Does anybody carry the mantle of conservatism? In my opinion, better than Tucker Carlson? Like, can you even call yourself a conservative if you're attacking fellow conservatives in that way? Like, going after his, the most ridiculous thing. Bowling said, I'm going to give you a disclaimer before you come at me all over this. Well, how could you not? You're literally setting yourself up. Did they put you up to this because... <laughs> this is comical. Let me attack my fellow conservatives while we're in the middle of a campaign. Yeah, nothing so uh, smells like controlled opposition quite like Eric Bolden. Uh, just trying to get some ratings. You can't get any ratings. Nobody even knows where Newsmax. Nobody knows what new. I don't even know what a Newsmax is. Nobody cares. Uh, to make their case that Russia is the victim, not the aggressor they obviously are. And again, last Thursday, Tucker Carlson again blamed Ukraine for starting the war, although Russia Good invaded job, Tucker, her. Because you're right. Because he's and smart. And he continues to claim. Russia should cut off all funds, or America should cut off all funds and military support so to Ukraine. Ukraine. That's exactly right. Yes. yes. So the day that war began, which oh, is February wait, wait, 24th. Wait. Oh, my God. So classic. Uh, nothing smells like failure when you're actually quoting your competition and trying to slam him on your air that has, like, less than 15 times what he had. Tucker, does, this isn't even a thought. Tucker's probably la- He was like, I can't wait to get home to watch him, uh, the setup on this whole thing. I can't wait. (laughs) Things were very obvious. The first was that there was no way the Ukrainian army would be able to win a decisive military victory over Russia. And the reason was simple. Russia is too big. Ukraine is too small. The Russian military is many times the size of the Ukrainian military. Plus, of course, it has nuclear weapons. Russia itself is the largest country on planet Earth. It's got a relatively huge economy for the region. And it's got 145 million people who live there. Ukraine has a population of about 40 million. It's the poorest country in Europe. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure why that matters. Perhaps the most serious allegation. <laughs> Wait, let, let's just take out our money or what resources or just, just any. What, I'm not sure why that matters. Do you not have a brain? I literally uh, wrote about this today, part of the little putting them in the corner and you're not going to do it. Uh, whole thing about the NSA gaslighting, creating this false machismo, this bravado right against russia and putin putin's not going to stop i already told you all that but uh anyway some funny stuff some cl- good clips a good little takeaway there uh, you also have houston taking in thousands of afghan refugees 
Now it can't take care of them. Biden student loan cancellations costing over $400 billion. Actually, it's going to be a trillion dollars at the end of it all. Uh, that's according to the Congressional Budget Office. Remember, whatever, uh, whatever they say at the CBO, just go ahead and uh, uh, double it, and you're at least uh, close. And then the View Republican. Uh, Netflix. Um, I'm not a member, right? I don't have a Netflix account. But uh, apparently the Jer- Jeffrey Dahmer series as lgbtq they the lgbtq community is very upset about Dahmer being characterized as as, as being as he was gay right i mean uh, so only when it it's good only when you cast us in a positive light right that's going to be some sort of sexual harassment or something like that right doesn't the fbi agents stormhouse already show that biden's gestapo uh, that's an interesting uh, article Planned Parenthood annual report shows it killed 383,000 babies. Got to have a membership for that one, but it's nonetheless in there. I know our pro-life people. And then guns brought through credit cards, bought through credit cards in the United States, will now be trackable. There it is. All the uh, news there of the top five links that you sent in to me on the five line as uh, we blaze through the daily fives for Tuesday. The daily fives come in your inbox at 5.05, and that's how we'll just uh, maintain that uh, going forward. Then all the wire service. So we are an AP affiliated radio station. Not anybody else can just go ahead and grab the AP news and then redisseminate it. You have to actually be a member station or you get sued by all the people who are member. Uh, about 80% of the news organizations are characterized as center or center left or leftist uh, uh, media. The other 20% is, is center right, uh, which would be another about 15%. And then there's only about 5% that are AP affiliated part of the right. We're going to be one of those uh, stations and have continued to be for like eight years. I've had uh, access to something called the newsroom, the AP exchange, where I literally get every single story in the world. So all the feeder stories that you guys are reading in the Albuquerque journal, you don't need to read those there anymore. So all the lines and everything, the little blurbs, it's enough. Okay. Who, what, where, why, how all in there on every single one of those. And you get five local art, uh, wire news briefs. But that's about all you need to sort of get caught up. You're in a hurry. You're busy. You're going to work. You're taking the kids here. Uh, you're picking up your parents there. You're, you're going to doctor appointments. You're, you're trying to get through the day. You don't have time to sort of blaze through all this. I mean, you don't have time to sit there and just get and soak all this stuff in. You got to get through this stuff pretty quickly. Okay. And I was finding myself like, I, I can't read this stuff top to bottom. I just, I just can't. It's just too damn long. Okay. Arizona abortion clinics send women to other states. Guess where? That's right. Right here in New Mexico. The state's major abortion providers immediately halted procedures and canceled all the appointments in Arizona. And it's going to be a busy time or was a busy time probably uh, this time next week. Same Tuesday. You, of course, know uh, where that is. I'm not going to uh, do that. New Mexico legislators weigh changes to harassment uh, policies. Pelosi uh, was here in Albuquerque. The U.S. has to do more to help with wildfire recovery, uh, taking the weight off of Michelle Lujan Grisham. Recidivism in the prison population continued to fall. And finally, uh, this was a ridiculous story. So Javier, uh, what is this guy's name? Martinez, the House Majority Leader. I mean, the Democrats probably have one of their weakest assemblages up in Santa Fe, yet they continue to dominate because they're getting so much money. I don't know where the hell it's all coming from. These special interest groups. State Democratic lawmakers, including House Majority Leader Javier Martinez, gathered with community leaders as the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Site in Albuquerque. He was a Republican, <laughs> ironically. Thursday afternoon, again, an attack ad mailer sent out by the Republican Party of New Mexico. The attack ad isn't an attack ad or isn't a racist attack ad. And they're trying to say that it's racist because the hand that is on the head of the little boy appears to be black or that it was darkened. 
Like if you were to take that to somebody who knows a little something about color and the, you know, see cyan, magenta, whatever the yellow is called, right? I mean, in, in the ink printers, like maybe it was just printed with a different sort of form and they didn't have that color. And you're going to go ahead and, and say it's racist. Why is everything with these guys absolutely have to be racist? But uh, there it is. And of course, you got your top fire wire, U.S. wire news brief and your top five global news wire briefs, uh, as well as your questions. Every day, your five questions from the Rock of Talk. The other yesterday, those uh, stirred a few things up, and uh, I was glad to do it. So those were more in uh, my tone in the way that I would uh, ask a question, and you certainly know the way that I would do that. So go ahead and subscribe directly at rockoftalk.chat and just uh, jump on. You'll get the newsletter tomorrow, and you're good to go. And uh, we'll take care of all the rest of the other people that are on there with continued stuff, including our lunch breaks and uh, various other things that are there. Text in 550-5500. That's the five line if you have anything to share. Back after a quick break for our last segment. here in the Kiva. Thanks for putting another one in the books here on this Tuesday, September the 27th, the year of our Lord, 2022. Glad to be here with uh, you and yours. And as always, share the Rock of Talk wherever you possibly can. I've been doing this for a long time, folks. And uh, it's a lot of fun to do this show. And believe it or not, I had to do this all from scratch one day. Show up at a lunch and all of a sudden one guy shows up and says, hey, you got a pretty nice voice. I'm like, are you hitting on me, son? He was significantly older. I went back with him to his station. He's like, well, you want to take over a radio station? I'm like, what? I don't know anything about radio. What do you want to do? And then I got to thinking, I'm like, well, I guess I can talk. I do talk. I like talking and I know ideas. And I listen to talk radio my entire life, sports and politics and all the rest of that stuff. And uh, I feel like, uh, you know, things happen for a reason. You know, there are no coincidences, right? There's uh, destiny. There's things that happen and you just sort of have to let them come to you and not get too anxious and try to push, 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 you know? There's a lot of that. And so I still always have a little bit of growing up to do from uh, time to time. But, uh, hey, we're all human. And uh, one thing is for certain, uh, none of us are getting out of here alive. So we might as well make the journey fun and we might as well make it purposeful. And uh, hopefully we can all find our purpose, whatever that might be. And this certainly feels like this is my purpose, at least here for a city that I love and a place where I grew up. And I live right across, I literally work right across the street from where I grew up and right down the hospital and the university that I went to and, you know, the mountains that, uh, you know, you never forget. And of course, you know, my ashes will be once I depart this dear earth at whatever time I get called home or however you want to go ahead and phrase that, you know, I mean, like some of us feel like we're just lucky to make it out of 2022, right? <laughs> Some of us may not make it out of 2022. That's a scary thought, right? You never know. You never know. Um, but this is a land a lot of people love and a lot of people want to. You should be so lucky. You didn't have a choice in uh, being born here. So a lot of people would give up everything, absolutely everything. And then, you know, risk their lives and bring something just for an opportunity to be here in this uh, great country. 
in my opinion, wants a greater country. And the state wants a greater state. The city wants a greater city, but not any longer. But maybe we can return to form once again. We'll see what happens. It all depends upon you, your votes, and uh, how you choose to go ahead and look at the candidates, evaluate them, see what they really stand for. I think Mark is a terrific candidate. I really like Mark. Okay. I think he's a, he's, he, I think it's time to give a, a man a chance. To, again, we've had a couple of women, and I'm fine with that. That's totally good. We had uh, Susanna Martinez and Michelle Lujan Grisham, and give Mark Ronchetti a, a chance to kind of do. We couldn't do worse, that's for sure. You can't do worse, right? And Kara Bedoni, I don't know what you're doing, but she's still in the race. Not sure why. So know her pretty well. Let's just say we'll just uh, sort of uh, leave it at that uh, if we can. 550, uh, 500. That's 550. 5,500. Uh, Epic Times, Wall Street Journal, The Economist uh, are all uh, places where you should go ahead and uh, resource yourself, if not just The Rock of Talk, and I will be posting that. I'm also a member of Tucker's uh, group, which is Daily Caller, and if you don't have that subscription, I highly recommend uh, that as well, but uh, I was talking about how lucky you are to live here in the United States, and we are a border state, and um, we also know that the number one group of people who want people to do it right are the people who actually came here the legal way. Now, the time for them to get into the United States, you know, generally speaking, the wait and see, and, you know, one of my better friends is an immigration attorney. They work anywhere between 8 to 13 years. They're hardworking, industrious. They jump through. They have their J visas. They, they say, I want to be here, and they, they start right away, right? But we've, we've, we've abused the system to the point where everyone seems to be a refugee, and that's just not the case. Maybe economic refugee, but an actual refugee has to be a political refugee, not an economic refugee. Because you're looking for a better way for your family doesn't mean that you deserve to be in another country. I mean, I'd love for everybody to go ahead and have the better opportunity. We just have to be so fortunate to actually be here. Well, two of our neighbors, one to the right, one to the left, depending upon which way you're looking at the map. (laughs) One to the east, one to the west. Texas and, of course, Arizona a state I know very, very well. They AGs, the attorney generals, have uh, sort of weighed in um, because the illegal alien problem has gotten worse and worse. We can't invite these people and just tell the Border Patrol, well, don't do your jobs and, you know, demonize the previous administration because you thought they were putting kids in cages. It's been totally disproven and completely and totally ridiculous. A few... uh, clips from Fox News I'm noticing. I've got three Fox News clips here today. That's more Fox that I've watched in the past couple of years. Uh, take a listen. Uh, Harrison, uh, by the way, I met this lady. She's a, she is a real lady. Harris, uh, she, she's, she's probably one of the best parts besides Tucker, in my opinion, on Fox. Oh, look. Uh, Harris failed to launch there. Uh, much like the NASA. What are they, a fourth delay, I think, now on, on this if we can bring her back up uh there it is all on immigration one more time i'm also not only do i operate my own board i operate my own tv i operate my own attorney general of texas mark burnovich attorney General of arizona general you know what it takes to get border patrol agents to talk with you openly about this they want to serve their government but you know who they're most worried about the people of this country A.G. Paxson, Paxson, I'm going to start start with you. you. Is Is Texas doing the work, the the governing on this issue that the federal federal government government is not not doing? doing? 
We're certainly trying. I mean, we have to deal with natural disasters, but with a natural disaster like a hurricane, it goes away. This is a planned disaster by the Biden administration that is hurting my state, that's hurting Mark's state, that's hurting the entire country. And as you as you talk to these border agents, I've talked to him too. I've done exactly what you were doing. I've been on the border. I've been on horseback. I've been in boats. I've been in helicopters. And I see the same thing over and over. Thousands of people coming across. And the damage to our state, both economically and with the crime, is tremendous. And, and we're, we're doing, doing everything, everything we can. can. I, think I think you probably talked to some of the DPS officers down there. We're, we're doing, doing we're spending billions. We're doing we're spending billions. We're doing everything we're allowed to do by law. And yet the Biden administration doing everything to get around the law and doing everything they can to get as many people here as possible. Uh, Attorney General Brnovich, as you hear this, how worried are you in Arizona that this is coming your way? And in a way, it already has, because your problem isn't people moving. It's a worldwide record-setting movement of fentanyl across any country's sovereign border. Yeah, Harris, thank you for having me on again. And we've talked about this over the last year and a half. I want to put it in perspective for folks. More people have illegally entered our country through our southern border, places like Arizona and Texas, than the entire populations of Alaska, Vermont, and Wyoming combined since Joe Biden's been president. And you mentioned fentanyl, Harris. Just in the month of August at the Nogales Port of Entry here in Arizona, more than 5 million fentanyl pills have been seized, more than 40 pounds of fentanyl powder. Put that in context, that's enough fentanyl to kill the entire population of New Jersey. So every state is a border state. And Joe Biden, de uh, he incentivized and decriminalized people breaking the law. And it shouldn't be up to uh, Ken, Ken Paxton and myself to file lawsuits to try to force the Biden administration to you know, not rescind Title 42, to try to deport people with deportation orders, to try to force them to build a wall. Those are things the federal government should be doing because they have primary responsibility. So, so every state, state every community, community now has become, become a border state. state. And, and, you know, kudos, kudos to people like Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis for finally exposing the liberal hypocrisy where they open up their cities or they say they're sanctuary cities, they encourage illegal immigration, and then they get mad when, you know, half a dozen or two dozen people across the border are coming to their community. Uh, we asked for a fresh statement from uh, Governor Abbott's office this morning, and, and they actually sent one rather expeditiously. President Biden's reckless open border policies have created an ongoing humanitarian crisis, allowing historic levels of illegal immigrants, terrorists, and deadly drugs to flood into our communities. Texas has taken unprecedented action to respond to this Biden-made crisis. Texas is doing the job that the president and vice president continue failing to do, securing the border and protecting Americans. Uh, Attorney General Paxton, when you hear the White House, the president, the so-called czar of the border, our vice president, Kamala Harris, say our border is secure, what is your immediate reaction? Uh, I, don't I don't even know, even know what, what to say. say. I, it's, it's, I, don't I don't know if she's, she's, just, in, she's, she's just not in reality or whether she's just lying. lying. I, don't I don't think there's, there's any way that anyone could possibly say that the border is secure when we have record numbers, not, not even just record numbers, like 300% increase from when Trump was in office. And record numbers of, of, of people coming across committing crimes. We have, uh, as Mark discussed, we have an epidemic of fentanyl overdoses. This is all attributable to this open border policy, and the Biden administration seems to want it. I mean, if you look at the policies that were in place when Trump was here, we we had this under control. We were making progress in the right direction, and the, the idea of building a wall and, and using Title 42 and stopping the catch and release and the Remain in Mexico program, those were all working, and the Biden administration has dismantled. 
federal law, and they're doing their own thing, and they know the consequences, and they're still inviting the cartels to bring in as many people here as possible. This should be a bigger issue uh, here in the state of New Mexico. Unfortunately, it isn't. Uh, first thing that Michelle Lujan Grisham did was remove 132 border guards. We have certainly uh, seen, as it was coming out of uh, our New Mexico News uh, Network today, and they were talking about the biggest issue as far as drugs are concerned here in the state is fentanyl. So uh, no doubt about it, you guys need to understand that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I just quoted... <laughs> Yeah, you can uh, visit his blog too. Uh, no doubt about it, uh, if you want. But no, no thoughts should be in your head that there is a bigger issue, at least as far as crime is concerned, than the immigration issue. And it may not seem like it's directly related, but it absolutely is. So, all right, see you bright and early tomorrow for a Hump Day edition here in the Kiva, 4 p.m. See you tomorrow.